405 Friday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. The number will be calling or texting this afternoon. I just cut out the feed because we're getting rocked by, I don't know, gusts of 50, 60 mile an hour winds. So it's unlistenable. And uh, we'll just uh, soldier on and just start the show early. If that's okay by you, all Dad Musk, uh, our number one here, and he's got a great piece up at rockoftalk.chat that I just finished up. Uh, pretty amazing. Uh, how we can help the Ukraine. We'll get to that. Dowd, how are you? Uh, I am well, Eddie. And uh, as you uh, <clears throat> mentioned our Ukraine situation, as I just posted on the Ukraine situation, I found out that I might be taking care of some dogs for three weeks because a, an acquaintance of mine might be going to Poland to do refugee PTSD counseling, uh, and uh, she is of an Eastern European origin, although she's an American, and so uh, I might have my hands full for three weeks with a couple of very rambunctious doggos because their owner uh, is going to be dealing with the fallout of that situation, uh, that nastiness over there in Eastern Europe. I think, uh, you know, it's all hands on deck now. Uh, it's almost an assured uh, Russian victory at this point uh, for all the uh, neocon yammering and clamoring about, uh, hey, we need to go out and support the Ukraine, support the war. You get uh, fundraising going on, and then you've got uh, people who are offering, you know, professional services. Wherever you are at on this particular thing, uh, we are not interested in a war for a number of reasons. There's personal reasons. Uh, many of us, uh, you know, don't want to see gas prices, don't want to see the cost of living go up, don't want to see the market tank, don't want to see oil uh, what are we north of probably 115 a barrel today, if not uh, higher? It, it's just, you know, all the calamity uh, that is happening all around, which all could have been prevented uh, had we had stronger leadership in the White House. And that's not me being political. It's a it's an asserted fact uh, based upon Jen Psaki and a number of other people who have commented on the fact that, well, Putin seems to attack when Democrats are in power. Uh, very interesting. Uh, so they're trying to, you know, at the very same time, they're trying to make the alignment between Putin and Trump and anybody who's like sympathetic, no one's sympathizing with this. Now, Russia was goaded into war. Russia uh, in, invading Kiev and doing what it's doing, uh, thousands uh, dead. Uh, it's, it's really uncountable uh, at this particular point. And we offered Ukraine some level of strength and we provided absolutely nothing at this point. So now you've got regular civilians like the people that you know and uh, everybody else uh, who is out there trying to do what they can to support uh, the Ukraine, because uh, this, uh, unfortunately, was very preventable. We didn't need to expand NATO, uh, and that's uh, ultimately what led to all of this. And we continue to fuel both sides of this fire. Uh, we yep. continue to, uh, I think, uh, purchase large amounts of Russian oil, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Yet we continue to not uh, open up our own spigots here, because we've got a green new energy progressive agenda that we've got to achieve uh, doubt. And that's the real commitment. So, you know, there's these, uh, no, and I kind of just want to open it up for discussion because what we don't know is we don't know the Ukraine. We don't know what's really happening and we know what's being told to us and what's being pro propagandized to us. Uh, what we do know is we do know that many of you are going to be suffering as a result of poor decisions, uh, based upon, you know, the fog of war that has been, uh, coming upon us, uh, based upon the limited information that we have. And again, the propaganda, uh, sale that is uh, happening uh, from the left side of the aisle. Uh, as we speak, senators will speak virtually with Ukraine's leader, uh, a, a celebrity, uh, if you will, a comedian, uh, if you will. Uh, yeah, because that's what he was. And he was essentially installed. Uh, I have learned some 
other things, uh, which I'm uncomfortable sort of talking about because I don't know enough about it again. Uh, but as I was reading that, I didn't realize that Ukraine itself was doing a little bit of uh, its own uh, war crime ethnic cleansing within its own borders. And, uh, I'm, not, I'm not too familiar with it. If, if you want to shine some light, I'll share some text and some various other things. But there's two sides to this, and we don't belong in the middle uh, of this. What do you know on that? Yeah, I mean, not a lot, Eddie, but of course, the farther east you go, the closer is the identity of the Ukrainian people as Russian. They speak Russian and are culturally and ethnically more Russian. And of course, you have the breakaway folks there, and then you have the government out of Kiev, you know, wanting to keep control of that. A lot of accusations about how the government has been kind of thuggish in that area. One thing I've been looking at just the last couple of days, uh, Ukraine has a pretty serious corruption problem. And if you look at the international indices, uh, Cato Institute does one, the Heritage Institute does one on personal and economic freedom. Uh, Ukraine's no Boy Scout. Uh, that That is in no way justifying anything Russia's doing. But again, you, you, we continue to see this media portrayal of Hitler, I mean, you know, Putin as Hitler, and right. you know the Ukrainian government is never having done anything wrong. I mean, these are, I've said it before a thousand times, these are immensely complicated. This is an immensely complicated conflict that goes back generations and centuries and boy it's easy to retweet somebody uh whining about the fact that we won't have a no-fly zone uh boy it's easy to sit, do that at, at your at your desktop uh the only good news that i heard today eddie uh, nato secretary general jens stoltenberg he is a norwegian former prime minister of norway he has uh made clear i believe this is uh it's from a military uh, website uh the drive made clear the decision not to impose a no-fly zone over Ukraine, quote, Thank we are God. not part of this conflict. We are not. And we have a responsibility uh, to ensure it does not escalate and spread beyond Ukraine. Uh, good, good for that Norwegian for saying that, because these in, these insane calls for you no know, fly zones and, and for countries in the region to get more involved. That's just going to encourage Russia to cross multiple other borders and attack other countries. The thing spirals completely out of control. Ukraine is not a member of NATO. I know Bill Kristol wants Ukraine to be part of NATO. Well, guess what? It's not a part of NATO, and we have no legal, and I certainly would say no moral obligation to, to go into combat against a nuclear-powered country. So uh, a lot of this craziness lives on, but you and I, Eddie, I think as realists, uh, have a much more broader and wiser perspective, I'd say. Well, and we presented that last Friday. Uh, this uh, whole conflict was completely and totally inevitable. It's hard for people to watch the news, to talk, to comment on any of these things. And I'll get delve into the uh, corruption here in just a moment. Uh, but uh, that is a very wise thing that the head of NATO decided not to do. Remember, they have most of our money. I think we're, what, 740, 750 billion dollars is what we're yes. committed to, if I'm not mistaken. Disproportionate percentage of the NATO yeah. budget is, is uh, American as taxpayers. Stated, as Trump stated. So, uh, and, but they're deciding that. not to go ahead and push forward with that. So, you know, you're going to see the breakup of NATO. Um, you're going to see this, as I have already predicted and told you that this was going to happen. Uh, and you're going to see a, a, a victory. Uh, let's, let's take our notes. Uh, since we want to go ahead and uh, hold me fast to all this stuff, I've actually finally caught up after a hazy week uh, on in terms of where I'm at. And doubt I, I will say, and I'll, I'll make this commitment right now, you'll see this war over uh, within two to three weeks. This will become a regional conflict, and uh, you will see the Ukraine being taken over by Russia rather quickly. Uh, there's little to nothing that the U.S. is going to do. Uh, we're waving the white flag, and then NATO basically helped us uh, do it for them. Uh, so, 
so that we didn't have to go ahead and, and stick our necks out. There'll be some sort of random lame excuse how we never got involved. And, uh, you know, dare I say, Zelensky may not make it to the next two to three weeks. Uh, the comedian uh, who is the uh, head of the Ukraine who once uh, played... Um, <clears throat> with his penis on national Ukrainian television. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, uh, this is the man that we're supposed to get behind and help. Like, this is all over the place. Let me, and I'm going to give you three, I'm going to give you four pressure points, and these are all my own. And I was commenting to some friends because I'm trying to tell them, here's what you guys need to prepare for. This is what you need to, to look at, and this is uh, how you need to assess this. And I told them, I said, okay, look, look at what's happening here, okay? says once they drop a nuclear weapon here's here's what it's going to take to get people to pay attention now there's these seminal dates okay now again this is all my own guesswork all my own so i take full responsibility for how bad things are uh, how bad i'm off on my predictions and everything but now that i've really kind of got into it i'm like okay this is all about dates this is controlled meltdown uh this is a conflict that benefits the U.S. Uh, by creating this large distraction and creating another enemy in uh, Putin, which we didn't need. By the way, uh, it's inevitable, imminent at this point for China to go ahead and, and invade Taiwan. So even my mom is saying that. I'm like, what the hell does she know about Taiwan and China? It's like, what is going on? <laughs> Sharp lady. I, like, I haven't even really talked about that. You're putting in gas right now at uh, 378. Uh, your pressure point, uh, folks, is going to be right around five dollars uh here and it will get to that uh so here it is the gas that you're looking at right now is going to look cheap in 10 days all right it's just what's what's going to happen once we they know the u.s knows these politicians know that once that gas and it's already 507 in california and i don't know 502 in in washington once it hits that number okay nationally across the country people will not put up with it Okay, so I'm going to say $5. I was really hedging on $6, but I'm going to get a little bit braver. And I'm going to say $5 across the across the, the pump. I think that's going to be it. Right now, we are 373.6. It'll be up another four or five cents tomorrow. Your market, as we've already talked about, is about to tank. Okay, uh, the number back on, let's see, what I sent to, to my friends back uh, uh, via text message said, Monday, March 23rd, 2020. Anybody know what's so important about that date? That was 10 days after the, right? 10 days, and we knew it wasn't going to happen. The number there, 18,591 in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Expect it to sink at least 7 to 10K as Russia dominates, dominates completely. And it was only down, what, 3, 350, 400? 33, 794 is what we're at at the time of this snapshot. Three-year return, 9.1%. Uh, you're looking at a three-year return right now, probably flatlining if you invested on 323. Uh, so that's what's important about that day. Let's not forget the peak of the market prior to, okay, this whole entire, uh, you know, next wave of, of interest rate. And look look at the numbers. Dow type in 399, 30909, the very seminal point. The market, the Dow Jones Industrial Market achieved a rocket high at that point. And then everything, you guys remember what all happened? The bailouts started hitting, mm -hmm. the money, what was it? The, 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 what was it? Hit? Tarp? Tarp. There it is. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. That Troubled tarp. Asset Relief Program, I there believe. There it is. Yes. And then that started hitting, and you had all that funny money. Remember, 
we didn't hit the downturn in New Mexico until two years later. Right. Whatever's right. going to happen in New Mexico won't happen until two years later because we're insulated. Yeah. We're the only state, we're the only city, we're the only place that's getting any of that federal money. We're even getting the Build Back Better money. Yeah, I had Ernie Sidibaco uh, over here uh, saying through the Hispanic uh, Chamber of Commerce that they're going to be handing out Build Back Better money. <laughs> yeah, we're completely and totally uh, uh, insulated once again. So uh, what is the 399? Uh, I almost... Uh, sound on what was the market Dow Jones Industrial Average on 399 before it tanked? Uh, Mark the bottom for the stock market crash that resulted from the financial crisis. Uh, the S and P. Let's see, this was yep three nine an ode to 399 yep. by Ben Carlson. Let's see, uh, they had the S and P but not the uh, the Dow. Uh, let's see. So there's, so, there's, the so there's financiers that are taking yep. advantage of it. And this whole thing is planned. And the whole thing is planned to take your money. And right now, Putin has become a trillionaire, maybe two times over based upon the price of oil. Okay. Uh, 6,500, Eddie. It closed yeah, at 6,500. Boom, 6,500. <laughs> wow. There you go. Wow. Yeah, there you go. That's that's where we were on 399. So pay attention to these numbers. Okay. You got to pay attention to dates. Look at 222.14 and then look at 222.22. What is, what's important about those dates? Oh yeah, you had the Crimea and then you had the start of the Russian offensive. And I'm not gonna call it the invasion. I'm gonna call it the offensive because you know why they did it? Because they could, hmm. that's why they did it. That's why they went into Ukraine dudes. This is, whole thing is gonna get drawn out. Make no mistake about it. This is going to get drawn out into a regional conflict over a prolonged period of time. But what will be inevitable and the impression upon the people is that Russia is now a world superpower. And those natural resources, which we're going to get to Dowd's article, okay, what uh, is Russia going to thrive in? It's the biggest country in the world. I've got my kids telling me what time it is in Moscow right now. It's, it's 2.17 a.m. They're like telling me about all this kind of stuff. But my, my kids are asking, well, how old is Japan? 74 years of age. How old is China? 71 years of age. Like they're talking about Eurasia. That's what they're talking about right now. Like my kids get it. Okay. So here's, here's what's, you heard Greg Zanetti talk about this yesterday. Now, when this whole thing gets really sobering for all of you, and I'll get to my points in a sec. Once they drop a nuclear weapon, once a nuclear weapon gets used and dropped, and that's what's sitting, that's the gun that's sitting there right at our head. What we, the, the inevitable, preventable, you know, is going to happen. Once that happened, that will be a time that you would have never thought you would have saw or would have seen in your own lifetime, okay? Unfortunately for all of us, we have to let them follow through with all this because this whole thing has already been set into motion and there's nothing you could do. They were hell-bent on doing this at the time that Joe Biden came into office. This whole thing was set up right from the very beginning. No doubt about it. But let me tell you what's going to happen. Because we saw many of these normal people having conversations. And they're like, yeah, we're losing jobs. We don't have any money. We're $5 a gallon for gas. Uh, everything is costing more. And we're somehow involved in some sort of conflict. Uh, with Ukraine and our politicians like Lindsey Graham are goading Putin into war. You don't say that you're going to go ahead and take out the Russian president. You just don't say it. 
Doesn't matter how many assassination attempts there are on the Ukraine. Think about this. This is, this is, you should be emotional about this. Okay. Within many of these, people are going to start having what's called existential angst. Now, Dowd and I know a lot about this. We suffer from, you know, what we suffer from. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm depressed and, you know, Dowd gets uh, a little depressed. Okay. But what we will say is this. Okay. We're also depressed because we're realists and we know that all of these modernized, industrialized, you know, really technologically advanced countries are going to start to question their own existence. Because if a place like Kiev, oh, it's Western, it's a, if a place like Kiev can get wiped out by Russia, well, what, what's to stop Russia from taking over anybody else? You're starting to talk about imperialism. You're starting to talk about, I mean, uh, on the real edge of things, manifest destiny through natural resources. The great speech that was made by Putin 20 years ago talked about exactly that. High in the sky, the Eurasian continent that's going to be essentially taking over, and it is here, folks. And what's going to happen when there's that type of conflict, which is already happening right here, right now? Civil wars in industrialized countries, Britain, United States, France. You're going to have sides with so much information and so much knowledge that they think they have all the, the knowledge. And they're, they're, it's not going to be the rise of nationalism. I know that's what a lot of people think is going to happen. You cannot unite Democrats and Republicans under the United States flag because the meaning has been completely divided. So what's going to happen is you're going to have a worldwide civil war by country, by country. Red coats, blue coats, black coats, brown coats. That's what we're talking about. And there's going to be this connectivity of these little um, affinity groups from country to country that are going to be all connected. And it's going to divide the rest of the industrialized world while Russia and China continue to nationalize and expand their territory because they are united. And there is something that is so prescient amongst us here that you are just missing it. And it's been the fight for the last three, well, dare I say, nine years. Dividing the American culture. We're ready to be beat, folks. We're ready to be conquered because we don't share the same values. We don't have the same, same ideals. We don't have the same purpose. Do you think if there's any dissent in Russia right now, do you know what's happening? They just quash that right away. They're like, well, we're done. No, no homosexuals here. We don't want any transgenders and none of this Black Lives Matters BS and, you know, save all this woke whatever. And Putin's like, yeah, I don't know what that is. We're focused on Ukraine. They want to go ahead and expand NATO with Ukraine not on my watch. And Biden's like, well, I don't know what to do. Well, uh, what do the polls say for me to do? Uh, they don't know. They don't even know where the hell Ukraine is. Well, give me a metal missile. I mean, that's about the extent of where we're at. And Putin's just like looking at this, like, this is what an awesome opportunity. Okay. So you're now you're ready for the four, four pressure points here. <laughs> Nuclear bomb. That's the last. We'll start from last to first. Okay. Oil over 115, 120, which we already are at, I think. That's the highest it's been. Uh, 115 in close today. Yep. 115 close. Okay. Okay. So we're there. So that 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 is official for the weekend. And you will have this just by, you know, just you're, you're going to go put gas. 
There's going to be lines. There's going to be runs at Costco, Sam's Club, everything. Okay? You're going to be parked in line. They're going to run out of gas. Okay? That's what's going to happen. At $5 plus, they'll be out of gas. Dow Jones Industrial Average sinks below 24000 That will happen within the next two weeks. That psychological number has been impressed and imprinted on your brain every day, even if you didn't even know where the Dow Jones Industrial Average was. And it will be a psychological hit that we won't be able to take because, because it was a time when Donald Trump was running for president. I do remember when he won, the markets were going to tank. And what did we find out the very next day? They just launched straight up. They went straight up. And from that time Trump was in office, he'd made every economically responsible decision, including not engaging in additional international conflict. And it was at that point you realized, my gosh, this is the days of milk and honey. Things, I don't know if they could be any better. And then you had all these haters, oh, woke, Black Lives Matter, transgender, homosexuals. And Putin's like, well, we need to make sure that uh, Trump is out of office. We can't have that that kind of strength if I'm going to have my manifest destiny quest. And he's doing it with the cooperation of China, with the cooperation of the Mideast, Pakistan. They're throwing in with, with Russia at this point because they all see it and you guys are being propagandized. And Fox News should be removed from cable, by the way. Fox News is disgusting for what they're doing. Ramping up, amping up all of this war talk? We can't afford a war. We just spent twelve trillion dollars on bailing us out on COVID. <laughs> what do you think the what do you think's gonna what do you think is gonna happen at the end of all that? It'll be the end of us. We're not in any sort of position. They're taking the side of Biden. Amp up, beat our chest, we're gonna be better. Folks, I don't know how else to, to talk about this, but I'm sad. All right. I'm, I'm upset because there's nothing that we can do other than let them finish this up. There's nothing you can do. You're not going to write to your congressman. You're not going to say, no, no, you're flying the blue and yellow. You've got it on your wallet. You got Apple, you know, uh, Android. Every, we're all, they're all on board. Everyone's on board. It's an emotional manipulation, right? Oh, hey. We're in this together. That worked for uh, the small little germ. What about that giant germ, Putin? Well, same thing. We're going to make sure. You got Sean Hannity raising money for the war efforts. Folks, this is going to be over in three weeks. And then we're going to be in this prolonged conflict where who knows how long that's going to take off. I don't know, a year, two years, five years. They're going to amplify these the, these victims in the middle of Kiev or Kiev as they call it now. You know, they're going to go ahead and make sure that you see the stories from the war torn on the inside and what could have happened in this horrible despot dictator, Vladimir Putin. You say to yourself, well, we didn't have a problem with this guy before. Seemed to be totally fine, but we thought we were going to expand the Ukraine. We decided we, and, and, and meanwhile, Republicans are going to further divide themselves because Trump's going to start doing a worldwide tour about how this would have never happened under his watch. Just what we need. We need to go ahead and a rah-rah speech about uh, how you would have done it better than them. That, that's really good. 
Your country's gone. There might be missiles five, 6,000 miles away. There might be casualties that are happening here. But the symbol and the signal is direct. And it is this. Western expansion, Western cooperation and democracy is over. And Vladimir Putin is letting you know that that is the case. And there is nothing, not one thing in this world that you can do anything about. Because you elected your president. This is your leadership. This is what you have left us to. This would not have happened under Trump. We don't need to hear from Trump about it now. What we need to do is probably just go on with our daily lives as much as possible and put the pressure on our politicians to say, hey, you messed up. This is what you did, and we're not going to stand for that. And it doesn't help us to have a civil war internally here, but we will. It doesn't help us to fight each other on all this and say, well, here's my perspective. Eddie, you're wrong. You're, you're a sympathizer with Putin, am I? I? I don't have any love for Russia. I don't even want to cover this. But you got so caught up in the drama, like the drama queenery that we had going on for two years. It just wasn't enough. You had to be focused on something that was more meaningful than your ridiculous lives. Where if you, it wasn't TikTok or Facebook or push off on any of these things, you'd be like, okay, what am I going to do? I don't have anything. Oh, there's a new cause. Yeah, the Ukraine. I can't identify the map, but I'm for that. Yeah, I'm going to send some money. Hey, have you sent your, uh, let's offer a prayer for up. I can see your priests and your pastors and all of them offering up prayers for the Ukraine and the victims of the war and how we got to, and trying to offer some level of, I don't know, sobering understanding. You'd be like, uh, this is not resonating with me. And you'll know it because you'll feel it right there, dead center. Dead center. You'll be like, no, this is hollow. It's another, another opportunity for the, uh, the old padre to pass the tray for a good cause, right? Raise some money for the church or raise some money for the bank or raise some money, I don't know, for your favorite uh, whatever store. The money's never going to get there. Because more than a million people, the biggest and the largest refugee movement, I think, if I'm not mistaken, did I remember that right? In the last half century, full century, moved out of the Ukraine. So what is the Ukraine? Before we take a break. Anti-corruption, bribery, cronyism. Electoral fraud, elite capture. Sounds like America. <laughs> Influence peddling, mafia state, nepotism, slush fund. Corruption is widespread in Ukrainian society. In 2012, Ernst & Young put Ukraine among the three most corrupt nations in the world. Ernst & Young. Alongside Colombia and Brazil. In 2015, The Guardian called Ukraine the most corrupt nation in Europe. According to a poll conducted by Ernst & Young in 2017, experts considered Ukraine to be the ninth most corrupt nation in the world, according to the Transparency International Corruption Perceptions Index, a scale of least to most corrupt nations, Ukraine, 122 out of 180 countries, the second most corrupt in Europe, ahead of Russia. United States diplomats described Ukraine under Presidents Kuchma, Yushchenko, and then, I guess some other guy, as a kleptocracy, according to WikiLeaks cables. So here we are, celebrity comedian who's playing 
using his penis on a piano is now the head of this country that's in the middle of this giant propaganda war. There are civil, uh, there are several casualties, thousands of people playing this dangerous game, playing with the lives, and they don't give a crap about what's happened to their own people. Because according to some of the information that I've been getting and what we're learning, Ukraine was annihilating many of its own people. Let me read this. Because this is, this is something. Ukrainians have been killing civilians in the Donetsk Republic for over eight years. They were begging Putin to come in. Who advanced that? Who pushed that? Is this, a, is this another study in uh, how the United States may have peddled their influence and created a war uh, to pull the trigger at the right time for political means? Is that possible? I think. I think that's more based in reality than the alternative, which is, well, <laughs> a country that has 10 time zones is suddenly looking for territorial expansion at this time. You know, the people in Russia... They're suffering, but they're not going to be suffering as much as you are. That's for sure, relatively speaking. You had all-time low interest rates. They're already used to like eight, eight and a half, nine, nine and a half percentage interest rates. You're not. They don't have the consumption appetite that you do. They're not looking to go ahead and buy an iPhone every... They, they barely tried to privatize in the mid-90s, and it was an absolute and abysmal failure top to bottom. They didn't know what to do with dollars. So they just literally crumbled right in their hands. Make no mistake about it, folks. The irony isn't lost on me that the man who has served longest in Washington, D.C., who is at the controls in the midst of all this, who probably understands it better than anything, all he had to do was probably step to the left instead of step to the right. And if he would have stepped to the left, he would have chose to do the right thing with the information and the knowledge that he had. He would have said, defend America at all costs and defend its neighbors at all costs and prevent wars and prevent conflict from happening before it ever starts. You, were, you must have been smart enough to know that. But this tired old man that's up, up, up there chose the other way. He chose the Ukrainian way. He chose corruption, buyouts, and all you have to do is just look at the apple that dropped far from his tree, which, of course, was Hunter Biden. 550-50-500, that's 550-50-500. Don't try to make sense of any of this because it doesn't help you. Spending your time at this point, I think, focused on figuring out ways how you're going to learn more about the Ukraine, how it's going to impact, and how you're going to prepare. You know, asking your buddy about your your waste, it's just chewing air. You really are. Best thing for you to do is to prepare yourself for the inevitable. Greg Zanetti mentioned it yesterday, okay? Four months living expenses. You're going to need that just so you can get through the next four months. Cash, cash. Yeah, go grab cash out of that bank, stick it in your pocket because you don't know if you're going to have access to your cash, your electronic funds, your credit's probably going to dry up at some point. It's all going to happen very quickly. Why? Well, kind of curious, isn't it? It's all tied to that magic phone that you're carrying around. Every one of you, whether you know how to text or not, they know where you are, what you do. We have COVID tracing. We can find your GPS location. We know exactly how long you've used each application at what time. We know the amount in your bank account. And if you don't agree with us, guess what? We've already figured out how to get into your bank accounts to take your money. Why? Because the United States is going to be cash starved for every dollar that's out there. Because 
as one man who's running and I was listening to him and he started to make sense to me, which I was like, what? Yeah, we are the, not the United States of America. We are the United States of the Federal Reserve. Five fifty fifty five hundred. That's five fifty fifty five hundred. Dad, I'll let you take a crack or two if you'd like. Yeah, Eddie. I think uh, I'll go back to the well one more time and say I'm not here to defend Vladimir Putin. In fact, I wrote a piece today, outlining a way that Russia's geopolitical strengths could be weakened by smart energy policy here in New Mexico. But we live in an infantile nation, uh, a, a nation of no longer run by grownups, and we're so simplistic and childlike that we have to have white hats and black hats uh, where we all can, can jump in on the group think and the social media getting behind whatever the popular cause of the moment is right now. That's Ukraine. Again, these are terrible pictures, apartment complex bombed out parents and children fleeing and going across bridges, holding onto their dogs. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's almost set up for the kind of immature society we live in, uh, the, the imagery to sort of intensify this. Uh, I think our friend Jens over there in NATO understands because he's a military man, what the implications of going to uh, war and imposing a no-fly zone would be actually in Ukraine. Thank goodness we haven't been dragged into this yet. Uh, maybe that's the one good thing you can say about Biden. Uh, we haven't had any nuclear bombs sent our way yet by Russia, uh, even though he's committed major errors uh, on this front itself. Um, the grown-ups left a long time ago. Maybe the grown-ups left with Eisenhower in the late fifties. I don't know when, when, when the when the Kennedys took over and then they, they started sparking even more aggressive interventionism all over the world. A lot of people still say Kennedy was killed because of blowback from what he was trying to do in Cuba. There's mm. a lot of questions we don't really know about what was <clears throat> the maneuvering that was going on there. Um, thank goodness, at this point. No Americans have died and no missiles have been shot our way. But uh, Eddie, it's, it's getting I can't watch any of the news in, in the incredibly simplistic way uh, they condemn Putin and talk about this wonderful democracy that Ukraine was and how the international community has an obligation to fight this war on behalf of the Ukrainians uh, with no knowledge of history, with no knowledge of the way that the United States has been drawn into terrible conflicts using at first, good intentions that led to very, very profoundly bad things down the road. Uh, I guess it's a glass half full, glass half empty. It's it's ugly out there, but at least we're we're not we're not we're not being shot at or shooting uh, yet. Um, and cooler heads have prevailed for now. Um, if you're a praying man, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, uh, now is the time to pray, I'd say. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. I appreciate you saying that. The other thing, uh, we will give you something that you can do and uh, what we can do and what the New Mexico can do. And we'll do that uh, when we return here with uh, D-Dowd Muska and myself right here on The Rock of Talk. AM 1600 KIVA rockoftalk.com. That's Rock of Talk. Dot com. Very interesting how much of damage they could have done, they chose not to do, and uh, we think that we have the upper hand. We don't. Uh, we are sorely, sorely mistaken. 438, back and forth. Yeah. Hey. 
come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York Dallas, right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit straightlinepaintingabq.com to see their great reviews. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel, all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. Turn me on. You let me Don't you ever stop, I'm here with you Now it's all or nothing Cause you said you followed me You follow me Four forty four here in the Kiva. Good music. Civil minds aptly named and uh, what we are and what you will be doing. Uh, I wouldn't be too, too worried about the end of the world. The reaction will take care of itself. You will react as if it is, and uh, you'll be programmed to do so. Uh, you will be commanded and controlled literally every single step of the way. Uh, part of that has to do with the propaganda that comes out that's uh, going to be sort of marshalling your next thing. And so we're telling you to be prepared and how to be prepared for all of that. <clears throat> Even though I, my, I myself, you know, probably Dowd, you know, we can, we can see the forest with the trees, but we're not, we're not the guys that, that can execute like that. Uh, this from the daily mail, just a couple of minutes ago, my friend, Doug, the end of the ATMs in Australia, thousands of cash machines are removed across the country as banks go 100% digital. See? Just snatch your cash right there. Yeah. It's not cash. It's digital. Just, uh, just right there. So pay attention. Uh, a lot of things, a lot of things happening all of a sudden. They already figured out how to program you. This uh, two images coming in, one on Michelle Lujan Grisham. Governor to sign a bill giving New Mexicans free call. Just not going to matter anyway. <laughs> the education is worth what you pay for it. And uh, so there it is. Uh, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is scheduled to sign off on the Opportunity Scholarship today. Uh, would give New Mexicans free college tuition. Since you're not going to have a job or anything else, a real purpose, you could just go learn about all the things you should have learned about before you chose never to learn them. The Mexico Opportunity Scholarship Act would provide, well, that's of course if CRT isn't there, right? $85.5 million for education. We'll cover full tuition and fees for residents who are working towards a certificate, associate or bachelor's degrees, either part-time or full-time at any, there it is. There's the young vote right there. That's a, is that, how many commercials can we, you know, milk out of that uh, doubt for the uh, 2022 gubernatorial rerun? Right. goes a long way. It goes a long oh, way. boy. That's a, that's that, that's that's run. Oh, uh, let's see. Preach it, Eddie. By the way, Patrick Lancaster, independent journalist on YouTube, is sharing the other side of the story uh, until YouTube takes him down. He is the Russian occupied regions of Ukraine. So there you go. You're going to get the other side. Patrick Lancaster. Dad will have that in five seconds. A uh, bit of a rant today. Yes, it is. Uh, but well-informed rant. It took some time to actually 
uh, read and listen. I, I finally got my head to the point where I was like, okay, now I can see what's happening. And you're exactly right with the phones. It's their connection to everything. Remember the old days when you can remove your battery from your phone? Imagine that you now could no longer take your battery out of your phone to completely kill it off. You know that little thing that's in your iPhone that says, would you like to locate your phone when it's in the off position? Doubt, have you seen that in your iPhone already? Yes, I have. Yeah, yes, you're like, how the hell does that happen? <laughs> Remember, you're not connected to anything if you don't have a phone, but they're always connected to you, even if your phone is not on. And Alex Jones is crazy, right? <laughs> the Karzerian Mafia, the hidden story of the Karzerian Mafia. You know anything about that, Dad? Uh, just, that just got said. Uh, the Khazars, yes, yes. That goes back. Uh, that, that's the next uh, 10 hours of broadcasting if we wanted it to be any. <laughs> Ukrainian versus Russian conflict has the World Economic Forum's fingerprints all over it. Well, that's where he gave a speech, of course. And uh, right down the alley. This is about uh, not about countries. This is about the financiers and the world banks, and uh, well, I just, I think I already said it, the Federal Reserve, they're, we're gonna digitize and we're gonna come for your money. Make no mistake about it, this is all about consolidation of natural resources in the case of oil and gas, as well as control of the supply chain by the WF puppets. Watch prices go through the roof, not just on the gas, but consumer energy bills as well. Also allows governments to quietly usher in digital vax passports, as well as cover up the monumental vax adverse side effects and deaths. The controlled demolition continues. There's no doubt that I think a majority of people actually think that nefarious uh, control measurements are in place over them and that there's nothing that they can do about it. And they would be right. <laughs> Yo, Eddie, we are ready to be beat. I'm not impressed by them scrubs. The Russian military isn't as great as that. They don't need a military, bro. <laughs> They're not beating us with military. That's just the optics. Yeah. That's the thing is, uh, they literally ran out of fuel while en route just outside of Kiev. By the way, you got to know how to spell Kiev. USA would smash those fake tough guys. Oh, yeah? And how many uh, USA tough guys are going to fess up? These are people who aren't going to be leaving the house. Do you think Russia was shut down? Do you think that they were counting the numbers of COVID deaths? Or they like, uh, have another vodka, you know? No. We're not ready to fight this war. We don't even know what the hell it is. We've We've... Are you kidding? Unless you give our soldiers, unless you give them Netflix, you know, three squares and make sure that they've got guaranteed uh, income, you know, you, there's a big leftist strain within the military right now. And they're not about to fight, <laughs> but they want you to always pay for the meal. And they like, as if they're a police officer and they always, 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 right? expect the government to provide for them yes they and I, I wouldn't wait for any invading force whether it's russia or any other country 80 we're doing quite a good enough job wrecking our own country all on our own oh, yeah yeah we just yeah we can't even defend our own damn borders what are you talking about we're gonna send people to ukraine <laughs> 30 trillion in debt our guys are teaching school for teachers that don't want to go in until everybody's vaxxed <laughs> that's what's going on 40% illegitimacy, soy boys. Uh, we're doing a good job all on our own. And there's, and there's only like, you know, the, the good, we, we've got our good guys in the army and the Marines and, and they, they do all the work and the rest of the guys are in the, in the back, you know. Yep. Amazing as to Russia invading Ukraine, we no longer talking about the crisis on the United States southern border and all the other blunders of Joe Biden seems to be forgotten about. Eddie, as the cost of gas, I'm 61 years old. I, I've never drove a motorcycle in my life. I just went to motorcycle school and got my motorcycle endorsement, put on my license, and I'm buying a motorcycle. There you go. Hey, good for you. One thing you can do. Neil here. Great show. Truly balanced presentation. Bandera, Ukrainian hero, and WW2 committed atrocities 
against the polls. Dismembering pregnant women taking babies out, 100,000 at least. Also saw AWOX and Global Hawk drone flying over Poland near Ukraine border scene on aircraft tracking website. See, a lot of this technology is already out there. You're getting more, you're getting more information from your sources than you can get from the news itself. Ukraine is all deep state controlled fact. Biden in office his first time with Russian invasion 2022. Biden in office again for the Russian uh, invasion. Uh, that was actually commented on directly by. And for all these elections that are taking place, it's hard to pay attention to. Can you imagine trying to run an election in a year like this? Where in, really? You, this? Uh, you, you better have some command and understanding and knowledge of uh, what's uh, truly happening. You can't wait for the talking points that your consultant's going to prepare for you uh, in an hour or two. You got to talk right now. <laughs> I would love to say, uh, hey, vote for me for governor, lieutenant governor, and then say, uh, where are you at on the Ukraine? It's like, uh, oh, I'm fully supported of Ukraine. I think we need to send our boys there. Like, yeah, I'm not voting for you. You're an idiot. You don't even know what you're talking about. All right, Dad, what can we do, though? There is some things that we can't do. It was, it was written up by... Uh, Boy, and you were talking about my uh, my old stomping grounds, or at least my family's old stomping grounds, uh, where my grandparents of were course, married yeah. back in uh, Halloween of 1940. Uh, that would be Tucum and Cary at St. Anne's Church uh, out in old Tucum and Cary. And, uh, but you learned out there's a whole more wealth of uh, just sitting right underneath our feet. Yeah, and uh, the Tucum Cary Basin, which is not currently a, a natural resource basin that's being used to access natural gas in New Mexico. It's a untapped region of the country. We have many of these. Uh, you, you can hear about the Manco Shale. Uh, there's actually natural gas closer to Albuquerque that is not being uh, accessed. We only have nine counties, Eddie, in, in New Mexico who produce natural, that produce natural gas out of our 33. Nonetheless, we are the seventh largest producer of natural gas in the United States. Uh, a couple of states Pennsylvania, of course, with the big Marcellus shale, shale back there. Out here, Texas uh, is 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 the big the big boy oh, out in the south central. Punching way yeah, we, we we can do more. The good news is we have done remarkably well. We were at as the new century dawned, we were on a downward trend, and of course, the fracking revolution changed that between 2013 and 2021. Our production of natural gas in this little little old New Mexico alone almost doubled. So that's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, production almost doubled in eight years. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, I just kind of threw it out there that the, the, the Tucum Carry Basin and the, the old Aragon stomping grounds, uh, the, the geeks who have looked at that think that there's uh, some really rich natural gas there. Right now, we get most of our natural gas in New Mexico up in the San Juan Basin and then down in the Permian Basin. As I said, uh, nine counties account for 100% of our natural gas production. So what am I talking about? Natural gas. What the hell is this? This is the stuff, of course, most of us use uh, for cooking. Uh, it formed deep beneath the Earth's surface. It is composed of different compounds, but primarily uh, methane, or as they might say over in the UK, methane. Now, for you chemists out there, uh, the natural gas is primarily car one carbon atom and four hydrogen atoms. So that's not a lot of carbon relative to hydrogen. And that the way that pays off is in environmental benefits. Compared to oil and gas, using uh, uh, oil and coal, I'm sorry, using natural gas, the environmental benefits are just ridiculous. Uh, mercury emissions drop to basically nothing. Particulate matter drops to basically nothing. Uh, it releases almost half what a coal plant releases in terms of carbon dioxide for all of our global climate change uh, friends out there. Uh, it's about 20% or 20% or of or 80% less 
carbon monoxide than a coal plant. It's immensely uh, clean burning uh, fa fossil fuel. And you know we haven't had a lot to be happy about in America in the last couple of decades. Fracking, not only reviving our oil production, but it has sent our natural gas production soaring. About 15 years ago, all the, the best minds, all the journalists, Time Magazine, the cover of Time, uh, the, the coming natural gas crisis in America, uh, we're going to be importing from all over the world. We have to build all these importation terminals. Well, then fracking arrived, and uh, all those planned for importation terminals turned it around and became export terminals. We, the United States, in December, became the number one exporter of liquefied natural gas in the world. We are the OPEC player uh, when it comes to liquefied natural gas. And uh, just to explain the science of this, they take the gas in gaseous form, natural gas, and they reduce it to about 260 degrees below zero. Now, I don't know how the heck they do this because it seemed to be impossible, but that's what they do. It reduces the volume by a factor of 600. It becomes a liquid. You put it on a tanker. You sell it to Korea. You sell it to Japan. You sell it to Brazil. You sell it to Europe. Right now, Vlad the Mad provides about 40% of Europe's wow. natural gas. 40%. That, in Europe, huge. insane. In Europe, they have dropped their production of natural gas by natural gas by more than a third in the last decade and a half. Why? Multiple countries have banned fracking. Can you imagine banning fracking? I can see imposing some environmental regulations, but not banning it outright. Europe is starved for natural gas. One of the reasons Putin gets all the hard currency he does, and he can use it to build dangerous weapons that kill people in Ukraine, is all that natural resource money that comes in. If we had a congressional delegation in this state, if we had a governor in this state who actually believed in economic development and help indirectly helping Ukraine, they would see this as an opportunity for New Mexico to even further expand our natural gas production. Uh, it's really a market-oriented way to hurt Russia, help Ukraine, create jobs here in New Mexico. It's a win-win-win. And where do you think our politicians are on that policy? Nowhere to oh. be found. They are fully committed. Uh, Eddie, I didn't put the paywall up on this, so anyone can read this piece wow. today. Okay. All right. That's good. It's being uh, very generous uh, there. And uh, I had... You know, I'm a giver. What can I say? You... <laughs> 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 it pays to give nowadays, or, or does it? Uh, there we go. So lots of good stuff here. The fearless Ukrainian president. This one comes in. While you are watching this video, Ukrainian people are dying from Russian attack. Uh, this is it. Uh, I'm sure that's good. MLG giving out free college indoctrination. There's no doubt. Uh, once you implement the CRT and the rest of it, you think you've got something. So um, that's all going to be implemented. And every Republican voted for what again, Dowd? Um, uh, the Black Education Act? Yes. Yeah, there, yeah. there you go. Every single one. That's not racist. All right, folks, 550-5500, that's 550-5500. Um, it's about all we can do for now. I, I really want to go back to what we covered last week in that professor. I would love to to, to revamp that. I think we can't, it's, this is like the, the new uh, Dr. Yeadon, if you will. <laughs> really, really? Yeah. I mean, I think that's <laughs> Professor kind of... Mearsheimer, he's yeah. our, our number two intellectual in the Rock of Talk. <laughs> <laughs> It truly is. All right. Uh, we'll see you after the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM.
This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. As Russia continues to attack areas around the Ukrainian capital of Kiev, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is continuing to tout world unity and Russian isolation during his overseas travel. Every ally, in one way or another, is coming to Ukraine's assistance. Every ally, in one way or another, is helping uh, to strengthen NATO itself. AAA reporting the national average for the price of regular gasoline is $3.84 a gallon on Friday. That's up 42 cents from a month ago. President Biden's Labor Secretary Marty Walsh was asked if more domestic drilling is on the table. Well, listen, I, I can't answer the question for the president, but I can tell you that, that we're looking at all avenues on, on how do we deal with energy in the United States of America. That audio courtesy of Fox Business. You're listening to USA Radio News. Have you or someone you know used heartburn medications Zantac or Ranitidine and been diagnosed with cancer? Zantac and Ranitidine have been positively linked to cancer. According to the FDA, Zantac and Ranitidine contain NDMA, a known cancer-causing agent. NDMA has been positively linked to cancers of the bladder, pancreas, esophagus, liver, and stomach. Even in single doses and in smaller doses over time, NDMA is one of the strongest proven cancer-causing agents. Call 888-960-1233 or go to ZantacMoney.com. You may be entitled to substantial compensation without going to court if you or a loved one have taken these products in the past 10 years and been diagnosed with cancer. Call now to see if you qualify for free. Call 888-960-1233 or visit Zantac.com to get what may be owed to you. You may be entitled to a cash reward. Find out now at ZantacMoney.com or call 888-960-1233 to see if you qualify for free. 670,000 jobs were added in the month of February, over 200,000 more than were added in January. Council of Advisor Seals joined the White House briefing on Friday where she was asked about inflation concerns. What we know in the consumer, in the confidence data, a lot of that is premised on inflation. And we do have inflation. The president has acknowledged that. We understand that. He is focused on that. Um, and, but what people also report is that their own finances are fairly healthy, but they see the kind of uncertainty in the economy. The Supreme Court rules on a high-profile death penalty case. The Boston bomber is back on death row. The Supreme Court on Friday reinstated the death penalty for 2013 Boston bomber Jahar Sanariv. The 6-3 decision reversed a federal appeals court ruling that had voided the death penalty in the case. Justice Thomas delivered the opinion of the court. Lance Pry reporting from the West Coast Bureau. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most controversial stories. 
and more truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki at a briefing on Friday is weighing in on Senator Lindsey Graham supporting calls to assassinate Vladimir Putin to end the crisis in Ukraine and tensions in Europe, saying it's the only solution. She says the U.S. government doesn't hold that position on the war. We have left the door open uh, for months now to uh, be engaged through de-escalation. Uh, if de-escalation occurs, obviously humanitarian corridors, a ceasefire, those would all be steps that would be welcomed. Uh, but no, we are not advocating for killing the leader of a foreign country or regime change. That is not the policy of the United States. Alabama soon could become the latest state to allow people to carry concealed handguns in public without first getting a permit. The Alabama Senate voted 23 to 6 for the House-passed bill that would abolish the current permit requirement. The legislation now returns to the House of Representatives, where members will decide whether to accept Senate changes to the bill. More than a million people have fled the fighting in Ukraine, crossing over into neighboring countries like Poland, Hungary, Slovakia, Moldova, and Romania. The United Nations calling it the swiftest refugee exodus this century. Some refugees, particularly Africans, have reported mistreatment in their efforts to escape the Russian invasion, such as being denied access to trains and borders. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KI, the ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com here on this Friday, March the 4th, not May the 4th, May the 4th, I, I did mistake that, I was like, is this is this that day when all the Star Wars nerds come out, it's like, no, that's uh, May the 4th be with you, and uh, that's the day when they do all that stuff, so, but <clears throat> that shows how much I know about Star Wars or uh, Star Wars are the Klingons. That's the Star Trek. I'm probably insulting somebody. Look, Dowd's like looking at me so disappointingly. <laughs> he is the D. Dowd Muska. Dowd 3000, how are you? Uh, all Americans at some point, Eddie, have to make the, the decision. Wars or Trek. Uh, and as someone who uh, enjoyed them both as a young man, uh, I still uh, I side with Trek. Uh, Captain James Tiberius Kirk, as a, as a Connecticut, a liberal Connecticut humorist, once wrote, the philosophy of James Tiberius Kirk was there's no problem in the universe which cannot be solved by either punching or kissing someone. And you got to kind of admire that attitude. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he went up into space, right? He did. He yeah, did Captain indeed. Kirk was, uh, was up in space hanging out. Uh, and he finally, he's 90 years young, the Shat Man, right? Yes. That, that, and that, now, that, according to the New York Post, the uh, very <laughs> untalented actor uh, Pete, Pete Davidson, Davidson yes. is, is going up with Bezos again. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, Eddie, it, it, this guy, wow. you know, it, he, he's never had any appeal to me. But did he sell more, his soul to Satan? Uh, Kardashian, I, space, talentless Saturday Night Live characters. Uh, two words, Kate Beckinsale. That's all that's all I have to say. Um, anyway, the, the more Virgin Galactic just sits there doing nothing and the more that Blue Origin puts Michael Strahan and Captain Kirk and Pete Davidson in orbit. It's just, it's the place it, that's the, the space tourism company that works as opposed mm. to this lack, this non-business that keeps making empty promises every day that passes. And the buzz just continues to be 
around no Blue Origin and not Virgin Galactic. Not even a phony baloney huckster like Branson can keep this thing going forever. Uh, he just can't do it as long as there's this other option called Blue Origin. Another uh, another galactic day for Virgin Galactic uh, weighing in at uh, 784 today. Oh. Uh, boy, you're you're down uh, all that. Nine money. bucks? Yeah, uh, <laughs> down another 5% today. That's a Chipotle bowl. Oh, let's, damn. <laughs> let's detour for a second. Uh, let's see. Galactic stock slumps as suit names Richard Branson and Shamath Palapatia. How long did we uh, endeavor on this? quest to uncover all this and uh there it is folks uh just right on cue there uh a shareholder lawsuit accuses both of the men of insider trading the suit might be making investors nervous the suit filed on march the 1st alleges several insiders including branson and palapatia sold stock in the space tourism startup even though they were aware that some of the company's ships faced durability issues that hadn't been disclosed publicly virgin stock uh, virgin galactic stock was uh, 24 a share before problems came to light Shares fell 17% on October 15th, the, day, the trading day following disclosure. Virgin Galactic stock closed at 942 a share on Monday, and it's at 784 today. They did a reissue of 62 million shares entering 2021 if you wanted to yep. get in on the action, uh, folks. And uh, looking at the year-long uh, sojourn, uh, despite uh, being able to make the claim, I don't know, officially, unofficially, I don't know how official it is, Back on June the 25th of 2021, they were at a galactic $55.91. Oh, have the mighty have fallen. Uh, the meek uh, have fallen uh, all the way down to 784. Boy, they're looking at a market cap of about what New Mexico spent <laughs> on Virgin Galactic, which is about $2 billion on. Or you could look at it this way, the amount of money that Chamath Palapatia and Richard Branson made over the last year. $2 billion. Yeah, we'll back. Wow, yeah. that's just all, yeah. all amazing. So It's almost like everything we've said for, what, a year and a half mm. we were right about. Uh, revenue for uh, 2020, $238,000. Yep, there it is, folks. There it is. Michael Colgazer, what did he do today? A day in the life. I could just see it right now. Kevin Robinson Avila oh, penning yes. uh, the insightful <laughs> article of the CEO of Virgin Galactic, Michael Cole Glazer, looks across his desk. <laughs> he right sees set up. <laughs> 5,000 jobs for the people of New Mexico. They've been seeing it for 20 years in their mind's eye, not in reality. <laughs> oh, any other updates uh, aside from that on uh, uh, Virgin Galactic before we uh, take another uh, couple of detours? Uh, no, just to say they are. They had an earnings call. <laughs> yeah, we did they that. Have, they have no earnings, but you know they had their earnings call. Well, it was a couple of days ago, and, and yeah. it just they're still saying we're on pace to begin commercial operations at the end of the year. What, oh, what we've heard for so long, em empty yeah. promises. Yeah, uh, you know what's more real, COVID or Virgin Galactic at this point? <laughs> like that's a that's an existential question, really. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, more of these things and Dr. Disgrace jumping into the fight. Respite from coronavirus decline, likely only temporary. Dun, 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 dun. Well, uh, the acting secretary, isn't he acting secretary of this and that? Uh, there it is. Uh, mainly good news. He cited drops in case counts uh, and hospitalizations and some let up in the pressure that many hospitals have faced. We still have hospitals over 100%. Capacity, particularly a couple here in Albuquerque, um, but as the Omicron variant of the coronavirus seems to lose steam, 
you know, there probably will be some other variant to challenge patients and doctors. So they await uh, the inside track, uh, so to speak, probably getting the uh, yellow fo- uh, telephone call out uh, from the CDC. And uh, oh, yeah. what has happened to our, our great uh, Dr. Fauci? Uh, where has he been? Boy, haven't heard that annoying voice or seen that face in a long time, Eddie. Mm, yeah, amazing how he took... Uh, we haven't, I don't, has, has there been a 2021 Fauci sighting at this point? I don't <laughs> believe that. Where, where's Waldo? He's with, he's with Tony. Asked if there could be a situation down that would prompt a return to mask mandates. <clears throat> Scrace said it would have to be a catastrophic situation. State lifted its mask mandate in many indoor places this month. Yet there's still many of you idiots running around with masks and uh, trying to make other people feel as if they need to put their masks on. I surmise that it's likely just people who had something um, happen to them and their family where they lost somebody uh, due to COVID, according to, you know, a doctor who came out and told them, we lost, we lost your, your, your brother, your mother, your husband, your wife, you know, due to COVID. And, and then I think it just wears on everybody else. And I think that's what inevitably happens. What, what, what's your thought? What's your, is it really a risk from COVID-19? Is any, but he really worried about getting Omicron or any, like, it's, it's amazing. Like once we got to Omicron, it just stopped. There were no <laughs> other variants. It's all over. Right. The Omicron is the final variant out. Uh, yeah. I mean, Eddie, there are weird, people, right? and they, they, there are people who are immunocompromised. Uh, I know that in the, in the nineties, there was a terrible scare about uh, uh, unpasteurized apple juice and apple cider that affected oh, my yeah. family uh, in a big way. We, we never made anyone sick, but I think there was a little, little girl, I believe, who actually died with an E. coli infection in, in Colorado. I think there were some people out in California who were sickened by a company called, I think it was Oddwalla, those juices. I think they still sell them oh, yeah, at, yeah. at the grocery store. So uh, I, I've been aware of this issue for a long time that, uh, particularly since the state of Connecticut makes Applebrook Farm, my family's orchard, put a sticker on every gallon and a half gallon of cider we sell that says this drink may be hazardous to older, the old, the young, and the immunocompromised. How do you think that works for sales, ladies and gentlemen, telling people with a sticker on your product, this is going to kill you? Uh, but there are legitimate people with immunocompromised systems, and, and maybe they're they're justified. But given, as you say, Eddie, given how prevalent we still see the masks on, I don't think these are immunocompromised people. These are kooky lefty virtue signalers. And uh, hey, I don't, I'm a libertarian. I don't tell people how to live their life. If you want to make a f- public fool of yourself, go right on doing it. I'm not going to. Or they might have a very mental mother or father. You know, oh, yeah. Made the entire family feel as if you better put it on. Don't you oh, know yeah. your, your Uncle Tommy? Your Uncle Tommy died from COVID. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Do you want to die too? You wanna, you're going to kill all of us. Uh, school board masks stay on. Uh, this coming from, uh, of course, what did I tell you? The low information voter. Oh, wow. Eddie's about to insult an entire community once again. Oh, uh, where's Robert Aragon uh, when you need him to go ahead and uh, create a, a big uh, hullabaloo out of nothing? Uh, of course, uh, did you know they were grilling that guy that was on the, the radio who was was not that uh, a choice with his words, I suppose. I, I guess you oh. could say he was trying to make a joke. Uh, mm-hmm. Taylor, that was one of the focuses of the RPM gathering. Indeed. In an attempt and, to try to demonize the rock of talk and end the Kiva. Just for an update right? for people who don't keep up with Espanola politics, the mayor who played the race card attacking our station uh, for our Espanola police ballader, which uh. has never been racial uh, or bigoted in any way. Mm. And we've, we've talked about this at length. 
Uh, he went down to defeat earlier yeah, this I week. Know, uh, a twenty-four-year-old beat him. So, twenty-four-year-old mayor of sorry, Escobar. Javier. Uh, you're not going to get any sympathy Javier. from me, Javier. <laughs> Uh, what do you think they, they didn't like? What do you think they didn't approve of him up in Espanola? We can talk all we want about Espanola. We're no longer broadcasting there. What do you What do you think? Hmm. I'm wondering. That's I just, just, I just take it as a small personal victory. <laughs> and it's uh, sad because we liked him, Eddie. He he was a Republican. Let me interrupt you. I hate, I'm sorry. I did like him. Okay. Without him picking up the phone and giving me a call after I gave him the opportunity to go ahead and talk about the things that he needed to talk about and right. air things out. And we had a good conversation uh, with everything that we were doing. I can tell you, you know, for him not to approach me and for him to attack the station along with a yes. uh, fellow Republican, Robert Aragon, I thought was completely and totally unnecessary. So, and, and, it's, oh, and it's vile when anyone on the left plays the race or ethnicity or identity card. It's even worse when people who claim to be centrists or right right wingers or conservatives to just reprehensible reprehensible yeah well uh robert has resigned his, his position in the mm -hmm. uh, republican party so that uh, because his wife was running for lieutenant right. governor she placed last by the way huh? uh peggy mueller aragon but she has decided to continue the fight on behalf of her wonderful supporters doubt okay okay what former democrat take the fight to uh to the token black guy who uh for lieutenant governor that's, that's, right. that's i'm just curious what former democrat replaced robert aragon i mean you know is that is that a permanent former democrat position or well what's really <laughs> funny about this is you see here you play the race card yet you are going to run your wife against uh the, the one guy who should be totally unchallenged and answer sure. like yep, yep. the guy is uh, you know I, I i told you this is totally completely marketable at this point okay mm -hmm. Like, why would you challenge that? Like, who else is going to be joining into the race? Why would you Why would you even think about doing that? It just, it makes all sorts of no sense. It's all nonsense. So, following presentations by Española school district staff, I wonder what, uh, how, I'd love to watch one of those school district staff presentations up in Española. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Is it? Do you is think they webcast that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is, it, is it poster board at the local Walmart uh, with, you know, my son can do, uh, they love that. Stuff. You get them a poster board and markers. Big time. My gosh, they will yep. they'll run circles around you, selling you on whatever <laughs> is in their little brains. School board Friday night, they voted three to two to maintain mask wearing during instruction in all school districts. This is why you should never feel sorry for Espanola folks. This is exactly why. Self-inflicted. Yes. Like <laughs> when when they print this stuff in their own paper and we read it back to them, we're not racist. This is literally crap that happens in their own district. What's the graduation rate up there? Seriously. I mean, uh, it, Michelle Lujan Grisham is so confident in, in the stupidity collectively of the town, right? I mean, yep. we, right? She literally insults you to your face, and then you turn around and you're going to vote for her again. Yep, yep. That's, that's exactly what she thinks of you. Like, it, it's hilarious. The vote came after the results of the district-wide survey. A new survey came out. Yes, let's listen to the people... Uh, who maybe turn on a TV or a television once a day and don't listen to any alternative. This is how you know we had no market penetration from the radio station from 1490 KRSN. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you right now, like th this survey is enough to tell you this. <laughs> we had the kids, but not the adults. <laughs> a district-wide survey showed 62% of the 1,216 respondents voted to keep students wearing masks 
The percentages for the continued mask wearing were highest among staff, 72%, with parents following at 66%. Parents at 66%. There you go. You can have it. Yes, drive right through Espanola. Well, I'm going to anybody that tells me that I'm ever insulting Espanola again, I'm going to take this report from you and show you who you are and what you do. Okay. Students overwhelmingly want to take off their mask with 56% responding. They want to end the mandate. The kids are with us. <laughs> you think we can finally have a change in the next generation? I mean, the previous generations obviously haven't been able to lift it very far. I mean, you do have a 24 year old mayor. What do we know about this mayor? This is uh, this would be interesting. Everyone has the freedom of choice. We're violating that by not allowing them to choose to wear the mask. You're wearing the mask. So there you go. So uh, Los Alamos, uh, this is how you know, we, again, we had deep market penetration in Los Alamos, right? I literally got out in front of the U.S. post office. It was a, a, a Chinese guy pushing his the, 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 the cart it's right there. I'm like, I don't know where the heck I'm at right now, but apparently I can't leave a uh, envelope here because there's no place. I had to go across the street from Ashley Pond to go ahead and find this. It was absolutely ridiculous. This, according to uh, <clears throat> Sarah De Valle, Hugh Greenberg, did they, what, uh, a city this smart, they all got together to write this? Yep. Lauren and Dan Copeland? Mm -hmm. That's almost Irish. But same last Irish. name. That you know, you don't have the husbands and wives don't have the same last name in Los Alamos. That's crazy. That is strange. No, that is. <laughs> how come it's not hyphenated? I want to. That's right. That's you right. know what is at least hyphen. <laughs> but at least here, Dowd. What's really important, I think, for all of us to kind of glean from this is that Lauren's name is first. Remember when yes. you know, even yes. it was. It used to be Mister and Mrs. Dan Copeland. Yep. Now it's yep. Lauren and Dan Copeland. Remember, yeah, remember when I brought in my vaccination record from the 1970s from Dr. Cartland in, in Hartford, Connecticut? What yeah. was the what was the parent or guardian? Mrs. Thomas Muska. <laughs> okay, that's how it used to go. She didn't even have a name. She didn't have an identity. Nobody knew who the heck she was. We knew her as Mrs. Thomas. Old school baby. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Property chattel, right? <laughs> Teresa, uh, if you're a Republican, you're getting offended uh, by this. Uh, please let me know. Teresa Ribeiro, Ribeiro. Let's see, uh, Tina uh, Deyo. Okay. Uh, Chris Neal. Chris, oh, another one. Another one where the female name is ahead of the man. Is this a First thing, lady. Los Alamos? Yeah. Just letting you know. Christy and Peter Lamborn. Melissa Bartlett. Natalie Meleschenko. Uh, and Adam Collins and Eric Schaller. Here we go. <clears throat> As parents, we are frustrated and deeply disappointed about the recent unanimous decision by the Los Alamos Public School Board to make masks optional in school settings. As a governing body, the board is responsible for implementing policies to protect our children. Sadly, this decision failed to do so. Regardless of how you feel about the mask, we all can agree to the following. We're all tired of COVID. We all want schools to open. Recognize that in-person education is more beneficial and less disruptive to our families and the community. We all want to protect our children from harm, including the very real risk from COVID. We are all ready to be done with COVID. Unfortunately, this virus is not done with us. More infectious Omicron. Are these scientists? Is this really the smartest people in the in the in the country? The highest paid people? I, I, I fear for our nuclear deterrent, Eddie. If that's the case, <laughs> we have no deterrence. The deterrent. Uh, more infectious Omicron variant called BA.2 has emerged accounting for more than a third of known global COVID cases. Additionally, 
the scientists believe that the virus will not go away, but will continue to evolve, resulting in new waves of infection for the foreseeable future. The repeated rounds of epidemic spread over the last two years mean that going back to normal can only happen when COVID infections are no longer pushing our hospitals to the breaking point. We are no longer seeing huge levels of debilitating disease and death. The good news is that the new normal can be reached with these vaccines, non-pharmaceutical interventions such as masks and treatments that decrease the impacts to the population, health, and society. Keeping our schools open for in-person learning is something that is, as we all know from experience, important. But complications that COVID is overwhelmingly transmitted through the air and mostly indoors, which describes pretty uh, describes pool, uh, school pretty well. You know, I had somebody walk into the studio today. And he's like, "Well, um, do they, are you are you currently rolling out products for uh, COVID infected services uh, sur- uh, surfaces?" And I literally like turned around and yelled at the guy, and I'm like, "You can't transmit COVID on surfaces, idiot!" The New York Times reported that. Like, literally, <laughs> how stupid do, must you be? Scientific evidence is clear. Masks reduce the spread of COVID and when in crowded conditions such as schools, more is better. To protect our children, oh, for the children, there's the line. We have to be realistic and recognize that the high levels of disability and death that define this pandemic are not finished with us. Even among the children and children under 17, the U.S. has reported over 10 million cases, nearly a thousand deaths. And in fact, the COVID was the seventh cause of death in five to 14 age group with thousand deaths may not sound alarming to you, but children by far the healthiest part of the population. And most, yeah, that's why we want them all to get infected and they'll be fine. And then they develop these immuno responses, which were much better, which are the very people who would have fought off Omicron. Do you remember that? Did you not read that? Because all the people who were getting Omicron were the people who were vaccinated, double, triple vaccinated. It is imperative that the health of our children community our school leaders base their decisions on accurate evidence-based information that includes the guidance provided by the Scientific Advisory Board and parent <laughs> surveys. Unfortunately, that was not the case with their decision to make masks. Is Los Alamos somehow indoctrinating Española as their little own Petri dish there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think they're just pushing drugs down the hill? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You think, uh, you think that there's something that... Uh, going on i think there might you be know, excrement isn't the only thing that rolls downhill uh-huh. scientific stupidity <laughs> oh good stuff uh your calls and text by 50 50 but eddie i'm gonna put in the show notes tonight for our subscribers uh at at less than 20 cents a day this loss this letter from these nitwits in in los alamos uh everyone needs to mask indoors there's a wonderful organization that started up in the last couple of years because of COVID called the Brownstone Institute. They have compiled more than 150 comparative studies and articles on the ineffectiveness of masks when it comes to viruses and the collateral damage that masks can often contribute to. Uh, I believe they're up to like 161, and I will send this out in the show notes tonight, mm. uh, the link to this, ladies and gentlemen. When you keep hearing the science, the science, the science, just take a look at this. I'm looking at it right now, this exhaustive page of research on how ma- there is just no compelling evidence that masks ever made any kind of sense. And there's some highly suggestive evidence that in many, many different ways they cause harm. So, uh, again, political science, not science in Los Alamos, I, I fear for our nuclear deterrent. There it is. Uh, well, this is for the liberals out there, Dowd. Of course. And uh, we always... May there always be a crisis for the rest of your life. 
in every turn in your families, in your homes, in the economy, in germs. There it is. 527 back and forth. There's a battle ahead. Many battles are lost, but you never see the end of the road while you're traveling with me. Hey now, hey now, don't dream it's over. Hey now, hey now, when the world comes in, let come, let come. Do you walk between us? Now I'm towing my car There's a hole in the roof My possessions are causing me suspicion But there's no proof In the paper today Tales of war and of ways But you turn right over to the TV page Unplanned expenses, inconvenience, stress, insurance hikes, and the list goes on, not to mention the lingering sense of being violated. Why risk it? You have an option in securing your vehicle with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. It's the answer. 505-550-4994. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing, refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque with over 40 years experience and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation? Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review and check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9740 or axiomhvac.com. Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit StraightLinePaintingABQ.com to see their great reviews. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, 
We use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. She floats like the snow. Grace on the water. Lips like sugar. Lips like sugar. Just when you think you've caught her, she glides across the water. She calls for you tonight to share this moonlight. You float out of the river, she laughs. 
535 here in the Kiva. Echo and the Bunnymen. Boy, that's an old one. I love them. Back in the day, all that uh, new wave music. I, I don't know. Been back there. We went to Simple Minds. And uh, I always, you know, I used to hunt around for that poster that Ferris Bueller had in his bedroom. So I was a big poster gatherer. And I always wanted the Simple Minds poster from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the one he had in his bedroom. So I don't know. But I don't know if you can identify that, Dowd. But, uh, That'd be one of those posters is just the cool. Cause you know, I collect all the stickers. I've got all the oh, old throwback uh, stuff. You know, there's this sort of uh, chaos that's around the studio um, that my kids, <laughs> but everything is uh, extreme OCD. You know, uh, everything in college. Is- I had, uh, I had mother and daughter. I had Ingrid Bergman on one wall and Isabella oh, wow. Rossellini on the other. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. If you have uh, tell us what posters you had in your dorm room or in your room. Love to hear about that. I mean, that's the, I could talk about that all day, all day long. Seriously. Um, I had the giant ones uh, from the, um, right across the street from the university. And they had these six foot posters. I know I've said this before of you two, right? And I plastered my entire room and they were expensive. Like each poster was like 40, 50 bucks. I think even back then uh, to get, and I just plastered my entire room full of you two. I mean, once I, once, once I hit you two, that was it. Everything else was just music appreciation. Everything evolved from that. I don't even, I got into classical music. I got into opera. I got into, you know, I think even more weirder punk rock um, for some reason. And then your go-to was just always going back to you too. I mean, the definitive, uh, <clears throat> the unforgettable fire, which in my opinion is just as good, if not better than, um, than uh, the Joshua Tree album. Uh, but you'd have to know that to be a real, I think fan, the unforgettable fire, you know, pride of the name of love is the big hit that came from that. And, uh, my favorite song, uh, this is the strangest, the strangest song. I think for a lot of people that, that have never was Elvis Presley in America. Do you know that song? Ooh, I don't think I do. Um, yeah, let me see. It's a very interesting, uh, song. Yeah, here it is. Let's see if it, let's see if it can come up, uh, quickly. But this is this is one of my favorite. It's a very long song, and much like a lot of my favorite songs, they never like have um, sort of like a choral piece. You know, one of oh, okay. my favorite assemblages. I've noticed this about uh, the Yeah Yeahs yeah, yeah, have a song called Maps. You know, it really just doesn't have uh, that. Um, there's another uh, the Airborne Toxic event, uh, Bound Around Midnight, is another song that doesn't have like a choral piece. It just it's just a buildup. It's just like one of those. And Elvis Presley in America was one of those songs um, that I used to, I just got into and I'd have all my YouTube posters around me. Everyone had a tennis racket and their air guitar in their room. Yes. Shut up. You know, you had it. You would play Absolutely. that thing. And you were, you were, you were uh, whoever, <laughs> whatever your favorite rock guy was, you were that guy uh, for however long you were. You did everything. You sang as loud as you can. You'd hope that your parents didn't catch you, but in my particular case, I really didn't care. They knew that I was just, and just, I was just, you know, what's Eddie doing up in his room? Well, uh, he's basically singing the entire Unforgettable Fire or the Beatles or something else. Here's a song. Take a listen. This is, this is just build up right here. Till the 
There, there's no uh, possibility of the edge or adam clayton screwing up that song you know mm-hmm. the edge has the same chords like he some he got on this chord and it carried through like four or five albums right like you know what, what i'm talking about right when he's playing <laughs> this yeah and then adam clayton you always, dum, 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 like it, like that's just larry mullins uh just banging away at the drums with this sort of slight choral background with mm-hmm. bono just musing over the the microphone it's it's sometimes it's, less is more yes it was it's awesome and it just it's not overproduced and then it, yeah. it, it sort of climaxes you'll have to say it's called elvis presley in america and you'll hear about it and then you'll have what in my opinion i think is probably one of the i don't know the greatest crooners of the modern era if you can say such a thing in bono like you just would follow him you just follow the music right you just kind of keep going and just take I have no idea how we got caught up on this uh, particular <laughs> subject, by the way. So, college days poster. There you go. I mean, the song, it's kind of almost tribal, too. It's just so good. And then, in my opinion, probably one of the best U2 songs of, of all time is Bad. And I don't think a lot of people think about that as one of the, the best U2 songs. But Bad is definitely one of one of those songs. So, uh, anyway, I don't know how I got caught up on all of that. But. <laughs> I lost uh, mucho money, Eddie, because they had a great poster sh- store for young, budding, full-of-themselves hipsters in Georgetown. Uh, but we also had the posters available at the Smith, the various Smithsonian museums. So my two best, one, I had the alfalfa from our gang oh, yeah. uh, where he's got the hair. And it's the official He-Man Woman Haters Club. He's got the, the, the chest thumped out and the, and the fists up. Uh, and I have a beautiful one right over on the corner here. If I could get up, I could show it. It's a, uh, I think it was from the Works Progress Administration, 1940, a little town in Oregon where they're all getting out for the july 4th parade and one of the little kids has a uncle sam outfit on and the sign on his chest is america first and uh it took me a long time to be able to have the money to be able to frame that poster but i have it just around the corner there you go all right if you want to share go ahead uh oh you're in the kiva go ahead Uh, yeah eddie this is greg i just wanted to promote one of my favorite groups uh been around for more than 50 years i think they're probably the most musically talented groups uh, that ever have been is Tower Power by uh, Emilio es- Emilio Castillo is the leader and he's just awesome. I don't know if you've listened to him or heard him but Tower Power is awesome. Okay, I think you called in once before. I think we prom- Didn't we promote Tower of Power once before, Dowd? <laughs> I, I think we did. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you called it. Anything else? 
Uh, no, that, that that's just a group you don't hear of very much, and I just think they're underrated. Okay, there we go. Got a little uh, tower Thank of power you. there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do that uh some guy wants me to play slayer yeah that's not gonna happen um let's see <clears throat> eddie you and dad command respect we're not buying this nonsense okay it's been written house by apd in 2005 for no reason cannot have my property back why yeah, that's a good question wow uh you you did a lot of stuff on the uh right seizure laws i think uh, mm -hmm. yeah reagan try who ran the cia need i say more Ooh. Isabella, second to Linda Carter. This is a lot of just like little quips. I guess if you can organize them audibly. Uh, <laughs> uh, please lose Hannity. Dude is invested in human loss of life. You know it. So play Slayer War Ensemble. That relates more to reality, just saying. I don't want to be hard. Just listen to. Oh, that's good. Classic Farrah Fawcett poster. Oh, yes. A little before my time, but that's a classic, yeah. And remember we used to have all the exotic car posters, right? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Who didn't have the exotic car posters, you know? you know, aspirations for, high, I don't know, whatever it was. And it had like a list of, you'd, you'd see all the cars side by side with each other with a woman. My uncle used to buy these, these posters for me and they'd have scantily clad women over exotic cars. And of course, and, of course. and I think there was a lot of questioning going on about that. And I, I would say that that's quite healthy. I think that's, <laughs> I, I became a man the day I was at the Ingleside mall in Western Massachusetts. And I walked by the poster store and I saw the, Nastasha Kinski with the bow oh, constrictor. Yeah. That, if you want to talk classic. <laughs> That's a uh, Covidiacy. Uh, uh, Sandy National Lab said that even they even though they thought the CDC and the DOD and the White House lifted their mask mandates, Sandy National Labs is following the Safer Workforce Task Force guidance. That sounds almost official. They changed their guidance too. No emails yet, but I am waiting for Sandy National Labs to announce that they think masking is still necessary and still denied the science. The National Laboratory responsible for the delivery of packages of these several nuclear devices that follow the data and the science except all the areas outside the lab. Canadian <laughs> National Labs has microbiologists, virologists, is responsible for bioweapon deterrence even. They developed an anthrax detection system, yet COVID is the most deadly virus they've ever encountered. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I need to stop working for Sandia National Labs. Uh, so there we go. So uh, good stuff. 550, 50, 500. I know I was going somewhere in this segment at some point for some reason at some, some time. Uh, we did talk about uh, young Americans being more supportive of counterculture. Uh, Brighton's approval rating. Ron Ketty stepping up damage control. We saw Mylan Simonich essentially replicate everything I said. Um... We've got a new mayor uh, in Rio Rancho. No, the same as the old boss. We, but but the uh, the black candidate, despite yes. all the uh, uh, black, I mean, literally coming off like that would have been a, a nice capper on the top, right? After Black History Month, electing Barbara Jordan. You let me down, Rio Rancho. <laughs> Seriously, what is going on? Can you can you say an entire community is racist? I just say yes. I'm black, and it does matter. If you have a problem with that, then I'm sorry for you. Wow. What? Is this in response to Black Lives Matter? Her response is, yes, I'm black and it does matter. She'd have a problem representing the other 98% of Rio Rancho. Would that be about yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, that about, yeah. is that where we are? Her signs were marked because of uh, her, her, this, her, the color of her, of her skin, she told reporters. Which, Who uh, marked her, did she mark her own signs? 
Uh, well, that's a good question. I, there was a, I actually in Sacramento, there was a, 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 a hate crime and they just got on video. I think it was a black high school or college student yeah. do, committing the act. But I mean, I hate to break it to Barbara Jordan, but sign stealing, sign defacement. Happens uh, I've been I've been in this for 30 years. It happens every election, everywhere I've lived in the country. It's not unique to you, <laughs> sweetheart. And nobody cares that much about the mayor of Rio Rancho anyway. It's sort of like a city that runs by itself. It doesn't oh, really yeah? need that much. Yeah. amplification i mean hard working peaceful people yeah they're just like show up they they drive all the way across your city of albuquerque and then drive all the way back to their houses and hunker down just because they don't want to we were there all day we, we served our time in albuquerque for the day <laughs> <laughs> we went in there and we survived every day every day i take a trip to the jungle they're like blasting welcome to the jungle as they you know fire away across paseo you, you cross over near rio rancho and you kiss the ground like you're coming back to your home country <laughs> rancho hey what's going on they don't talk like that there uh it's a good white nuclear families that are there so uh should i should i go ahead and reveal where i'm moving to is that uh, is this about hey it is march it is March. Oh, well, we'll, we'll wait. <clears throat> always wits. leave them wanting more <laughs> <laughs> always always let's see um uh what's the one state bucking the uh cdc uh doubt what, that would be alabama uh, uh uh close to alabama right i think so um let's see what do we got here 28 gop governors 23 of whom have republican legislatures to back them two years into the corruption lies and sun scientific incompetence of the cdc how is it that Florida is the only state where the health department is actively bucking the CDC? Well, there it is. Florida's got, why does Florida just get everything right? Is it because they're racist too? Right? I mean, it, this is absolutely ridiculous. I, I didn't get too much into that. And I didn't know if you, you dove deep into, did a deep dive into the blaze there, but I see, I see that Dowd really does like to frequent the blaze. You, you listen yep. to uh, uh, Glenn and the boys pretty often? Uh, Glenn, I, I kind of put a dead zone up when Glenn's talking about religion in the Middle East, but other oh, yeah. things, Glenn and I are really on the same page. <laughs> the outrage, huh? He's he really likes to jump in there and 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 seize the moment and and create the emotional outrage, right? Is that is that fair to say? Well, I, I think Eddie, you you nailed this the other day, or maybe it was last week, when I, I I do think there's a strain, and I don't mean to insult anyone's beliefs. Believe whatever you want. You don't need my permission, but there's an obsession with sort of the end times I'm living oh, yeah, in yeah. an extraordinary time. My life can't be a waste. I have to be here during this epical moment in time. And, you know, the fact of the matter is if you just look back over the 200,000 year human history, you know, most people have lived at pretty boring times. I, I think it's, it's a little narcissistic to insist that, you know, this is the time when the fate of humanity is being decided. Now, listen, I, I do think we live in some pretty serious times, but I, I think there's a tendency, particularly in our drama queen nation, uh, whether you think it's uh, what are the the the, uh, the book of Revelation or whether the you know the, the left does this too. I mean, they catastrophize the weather, and they think that you know if people who don't uh, recycle are bringing on Armageddon, and uh, I, I you know the, the Jordan Peterson rule is clean your room before you decide to remake society. And I think that's just wise for all of us. So Glenn and I are probably, I, I see him on the, on the drama queen sign. I'm more toward the relax a little pal and, and not catastrophize everything. This was a CBS special presentation back in 1980. Um, <clears throat> you'll recognize it almost immediately. Take a listen. We have arrived. 
from the beginning. He knew he was different. He grew up desperately wanting to help the oppressed. Why were he and his followers driven into forming their own church? Why did he demand more than attention and loyalty? Why did he demand surrender? It was Jim Jones that made this happen. What drove him to search for his own paradise on earth? All marriages are dissolved. I will designate your appropriate mate. Why did so many trust their lives to it? What made people yield to him spiritually and physically? How could he blind them to his own adulteries and weaknesses? Based on the true story, Ned Beatty, LeVar Burton, Veronica Cartwright, Colleen Dewhurst, Meg Foster, James Earl Jones, Diane Ladd, Randy Quaid, Brenda Vaccaro and Powers Booth, Guyana Tragedy, the story of Jim Jones, and now the television event of the year. Wow, the television event of the year even. That's PBS, huh? But, Ned Beatty, LeVar Burton, Randy Quaid. All right. You I'm don't in. find a better assemblage of <laughs> I'm all in. Remember the movie of the week? They used to do that on TV. Huh? Yeah, well, that was a, everybody would gather around the movie <laughs> event of the That wasn't of the week. That was of the year. Oh, yeah. Well, they would do the miniseries, you know, Masada and uh, the oh, Thornbirds. Yeah. And, oh, God. Oh, yeah. uh, don't forget Roots. Oh, the one that started it all. Yeah. yeah, the one that began everything. There it is. It was a extravaganza. I remember there was like an uh, Alexis Colby, uh, you know, Sins. Yeah, they remember what were those called? Where it was like a five part series and you'd watch every single night. Like, what was the aim there to sort of just draw it out, right? MASH, I think, went over a couple of days uh, at one point. It did like a, a three-part series, didn't oh. it? Like when it finished up, I think, and it had the highest ratings of all time, what was finally going to happen. And it would, it would often be washed-up actors from the movie era who, you know, their contracts had long since lapsed, but they Don't would come back. Don't talk about Ned Beatty like that. What's wrong <laughs> oh, with you? I was talking about Rock Hudson and oh, okay. uh, you know those types. <laughs> Well, not maybe we shouldn't talk about Rock Hudson, but anyway, yeah, nobody talks about the Rock <laughs> Hudson. There we go. And, you know, that was the biggest. Uh, that was the biggest deal when oh, uh, when Rock Hudson had AIDS. Yep. Yep. You know, I guess it's uh, true what uh, Trey Trey says. Everyone does have AIDS. There it is. Uh, Oprah, Oprah told us, and, and she said by 1990, one in five Americans would have AIDS, and we're still, <laughs> is that we're true? Still, we're still waiting for that. Yeah. You get the AIDS. You get yep. the AIDS. You get. Yeah. Just. <laughs> All right there. So. That was the first public policy book I ever read. It. It was called the, the Myth of Heterosexual AIDS, and it was all about how the public health establishment. Uh, you're not going to believe this, folks, but overreacted and said that basically everyone was equally at risk from this disease that primarily affected, let's say, people who engaged in certain romantic practices, uh, as well as people who <clears throat> injected needles. <clears throat> Uh, which did not include anywhere near a majority of the American population, and they had to eat their words. And, and I think we will look back on COVID the way we look back on the whole AIDS scare, which, you know, did obviously we plan made for Ned Beatty. Did we plan for Ned Beatty to be mentioned in this particular <laughs> segment? Was it, or was that just some sort Speaking of. Speaking uh, of deliverance, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Bert, Bert got actually, his revenge on those guys, though. Bert I've actually never revenge. seen the movie. Um, oh, okay. Didn't feel I needed to. Um, you know, uh, I was uh, I was delivered from all all of I was I was saved from all that. Uh, thankfully, so, <laughs> I'll have that uh, there. So uh, several texts coming in. I'm sure. Uh, you know, I'm sure you're offended. Let's see. Uh, why not American History Month? Are we a melting pot? Uh, let's say I listened to Glenn, but Hannity really has sold out. I got it through. Okay, this guy is just literally going. Oh, the toy. Remember, there was a toy. 
remember the the uh richard Pryor? yep 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 he was the actual he was the actual toy racist yeah racist clearly um yeah let's see in 2020 trump signs were defaced yes during the school board elections the conservative candidate signs were defaced i guess it happens to everyone not just barbara jordan we feel that oh yeah joshie smollett we forget smollett <laughs> Yes. yes, he actually was convicted of the fraud uh, setup. He was the one that defaced Barbara Jordan signs in Rio Rancho, according to one of our listeners. I wonder if they have footage of that. Was it a polar vortex in the middle of the night, uh, about two thirty in the morning, after leaving Subway, that Barbara Jordan's signs got defaced? I think that's uh, quite possible. Uh, let's see one uh, one last text for you, though. Yes, I, I can't admit. Yes, you don't have to do it. Um, anything else? Hour three, uh, for you and me, D. Dowd Muska, and anybody. Uh, no, just I, I've been trying to dig up the last few minutes the, the Sacramento story. Uh, student from uh, uh, CK, not KC, McClatchy High School in Sacramento will face disciplinary action after confessing to having labeled water fountains at the school white and colored. Uh, the racist markings were found, prompting an investigation, of course, and all the media and all the activists went insane. The student has been identified as a sophomore who attends the school. This is according to, let's see, superintendent, uh, attorney. It appears that as though a young African-American student participated uh. in what she thought was a prank. She had confessed to doing that, uh, a prank that went sideways. It's an unfortunate prank. It does not seem to be an example of any kind of hate crime. It's not an example, in my opinion, of any kind of racist behavior pattern. It was a prank. And as we approach spring, Moving on into summer, in June, ladies and gentlemen, I believe we will be coming up on the two-year anniversary of the quote-unquote hate crime that took place up in Santa Fe, where the Trump-supporting mm. white supremacists uh, trashed the Indian restaurant, right? Yeah. And uh, last year, that investigation was shifted over to the federal government, Joe, Joe Biden's FBI, and we still have no arrests or even any suspects of those white supremacists here in New Mexico one of the least white states in the union. Uh, and the FBI is hot on the trail of the perps who did that hate crime. Right. Coming up, coming up on two years. Coming up on two years. <laughs> I think I called that day one. That you called it day one. And I remember thinking, oh God, Eddie, you're gonna look so bad if 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 it comes out the other way. Two years later, folks, Eddie's <laughs> looking mighty good. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and hit the top of the hour news and bring it back here. Thanks everybody for joining in. And listening as always, right here on the Kiva AM 1600 KIV This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. 
I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today. At 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The Kremlin says it's not likely any documents will be signed soon following more talks with Ukraine. Those discussions ended without a ceasefire deal. Russian President Vladimir Putin says a third round of talks between his country and Ukraine will happen over the weekend. As Russian soldiers continue their march closer to the capital city of Kiev in Ukraine, there continues to be a push by some for a no-fly zone over Ukraine. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby rejecting that notion and reminding everyone on Friday. U.S. troops are not going to be fighting in Ukraine. That includes in the skies. Friday's jobs report is revealing some disappointing news. Average hourly earnings rose only by one cent last month. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says that figure now stands at $31.58. You're listening to USA Radio News. Have you or someone you know used heartburn medications Zantac or Ranitidine and been diagnosed with cancer? Zantac and Ranitidine have been positively linked to cancer. According to the FDA, Zantac and Ranitidine contain NDMA, a known cancer-causing agent. NDMA has been positively linked to cancers of the bladder, pancreas, esophagus, liver, and stomach. Even in single doses and in smaller doses over time, NDMA is one of the strongest proven cancer-causing agents. Call 888-960-1233 or go to ZantacMoney.com. You may be entitled to substantial compensation without going to court if you or a loved one have taken these products in the past 10 years and been diagnosed with cancer. Call now to see if you qualify for free. Call 888-960-1233 or visit ZantacMoney.com to get what may be owed to you. You may be entitled to a cash reward. Find out now at ZantacMoney.com or call 888-960-1233 to see if you qualify for free. The White House is expected to send Vice President Harris to Poland. This comes after Harris traveled to Germany for the Munich Security Conference, where she met with the Ukraine president and other allies. As the electric car push continues, many owners are being left out in the cold. Many electric cars are not making the grade in winter weather. 
Many EV owners are surprised to find out how much their car's driving range is compromised when it gets cold outside. Many Tesla models do better, only losing about 7% of their driving range when it gets cold. The worst performers are Chevy Bolt and Volt, the Mustang Mach-E, and the BMW i3 lose roughly 30% of their range when the temperatures drop near freezing. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. After two years of working from home, Apple employees are set to return to the office starting April 11th. Google also announcing that their employees would be returning to the office in April as well. This is USA Radio News. You've heard us talk about the luxurious Giza Dream sheets for my pillow. Well, now they're on sale, 60% off as low as $39.99. Lots of other overstock items and a free copy of Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds from Crack Addict to CEO, with any purchase. But you've got to use my promo code USA. Go to mypillow.com, the radio listener square. Use my promo code USA or call 1 800 951 8175. Student loan payments once again on the eyes of folks in the administration. From the USA Radio News Washington, D.C. Bureau, John Hunt has the details. The Biden administration is considering once again extending the freeze on federal student loan payments and interest for roughly 40 Americans before it expires at the beginning of May. White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain said the president is going to look at what we should do on student debt before the pause expires. Monthly payments and interest have been suspended on the vast majority of federal student loans since March of 2020 when Congress passed the CARES Act. The Big Apple is lifting some vaccine requirements for indoor settings. New York City Mayor Eric Adams lifting those vaccine requirements saying businesses can make their own decisions. Restaurants, they still can use their discretion if they desire, it's up to them, uh, but the overall restriction is being removed. This is about giving people the flexibility that is needed to continue to allow not only safety, but we have to get our economy back on track. NBC Universal announcing Hulu will no longer have streaming rights over the new episodes of shows the day after they air. The corporation instead wants to keep the current shows for their Peacock service. More news can be found by going to usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. See what you've done to my heart and soul. This is a wasteland now. We spice, we slow hands, put the wings around yourself. We spice, oh yeah, we slow hands, you put the wings all around yourself. Now, I submit my incentive is romance. Like the good old 
606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 1600, yeah. Stop set of 19, by the way. You flip the nine around, flip them back and forth. There you go. We are total anti establishment, I think, in pretty much every way. I think we've established that uh, for us the anti establishment radio station, anti establishment opinions. Uh, we. <clears throat> what does he say? We are the resistance. No, we're not uh, the resistance. I, there, there is no resistance. Uh, it's just free-flowing good radio. Uh, hopefully every day that you guys are all here, right here in the Kiva. I'm uh, looking at this uh, horrible rag they call the Albuquerque Journal. By the way, it's <laughs> up. And uh, like, it's just one, one pick after the, another. Is the guy for seven who runs KKOB getting together with the editorial staff over at uh, the Albuquerque Journal to put out the same crap. Media partners. Is that what media our media <laughs> partners at the Journal? There we are. Our, our media partners over at the radio station. Uh, so this is why Donald Trump will never get reelected. Okay. <clears throat> Let me. I'll just put it right there for you. So before you guys start telling me about getting my hopes up or whatever, and then let's let's go against my record. We'll talk about where I'm right and where I'm not. Um, the, the onslaught of negativity, and, and I love Trump, best president ever. Okay. I love Trump, but Trump has zero chance, no chance at all. And if you have to shut off the radio because you can't hear it being spoken and you are yearning for a man to ride it on a white carpet and, uh, well, excuse me, black carpet. Well, I don't even know what color. See, you can't even get past that because every single thing. And then you got uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle. She's like, well, <clears throat> this is a great, how do you do? I'm getting introduced to this whole entire thing. And uh, I just wanted to go ahead and uh, be next to, Don Jr. I love Don Jr. He's swoon. I, I don't know what people like so much about him. I love, I love, I love Trump. I'm a big Trump guy. That's for sure. But this son is a lot left to be desired. Uh, would I enjoy meeting him? Probably not even like that, to be honest. And I'm sort of at this point where I just, I wouldn't care. But this is the Albuquerque Journal. And this is what you're going to see out of every news organization. They're just going to bury, bury, bury. And then you've got the Democrats. It doesn't matter if they're in power or not. There's going to be these shifts, these probes, these, you know, investigations that are going to be nonstop. Like, why does Donald Trump interested in this at this point? Just tell, just tell everybody you're not going to run and you're going to go ahead and do some fundraising and help everybody else out and, uh, you know, set sail into the sunset for the next 25 years of your life. So the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection has stated that it's Good faith belief that former President Donald Trump may have committed criminal acts in his effort to overturn the 2020 election response. So in this in the midst of a war, this in the midst of all the crap that Biden's doing wrong. Like, put this all in perspective. And somehow the focus is still Donald Trump. The focus has been Donald Trump since day one. We came in and kicked your asses, took over the White House and ran our country into the best economy, maybe the best four years in existence for the United States. Maybe. Maybe. 
Why does Donald Trump want to sign up for this? The actual conspiracy to defraud the United States was the Democrats rigging the election and the fake news media and the unselect committee covering it up, Trump said in a statement in which he continued to falsely claim the election was stolen from him. Well, I'm glad you uh, are all wanting to stand by the election and you're all about that because you've got great leadership with 37% approval rating at this point. I mean, if you're a Democrat, you're behind Biden, like you're an idiot. You, you literally just look at yourself. You're, you're, you're an idiot. Chairman Benny Thompson told reporters it is set up to another agency such as the Justice Department to act on the committee's fine. Oh, you know they will. You know they will. You've got to find the distraction. You've got to find something else to distract people. Hoyer and Steve Scalise discussed legislation to reopen the Capitol to the public. Speaking in reference to the resolution agreed to by the Senate on Tuesday in support of the Senate returning to pre-pandemic public visitor policies. Still on lockdown. All this insurrection, everything happened. Remember when it happened, 2021, people climbing over. I don't think we, I'm surprised the Democrats didn't go so far as to talk about the massive January 6th COVID outbreak that killed millions. Where was that? That would have been the logical step. These people clamoring over, they infected everybody at the White House. They were, they were running through. They, like, Well, if, they, if COVID was that dangerous, didn't they like, kill all sorts of Capitol Police who suffered from COVID-19 complications? All right, and then it's the little chinks in the armor. Wait, I felt like it insulted a whole race of people, <clears throat> right? As soon as I say, I can't even say that. Somehow, because I'm a Trump supporter and I use the word chinks in the armor, that I literally, there it is. Hashtag cancel Eddie Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give up. No, I don't. I surrender. No, I don't. <clears throat> this one from the Washington Post. Why would you ever buy the Albuquerque Journal? I, I'm serious. Why would you buy this crap? They're printing WAPO. Oh, you get a free subscription to WAPO if you're a subscriber to the Albuquerque Journal. And then they're printing something called uh, uh, CQ roll, roll Call. I'm hoping that's just Roll Call. CQ Roll Call. Okay. And then uh, there'll be like 30 AP stories. Let, let's count them down, folks, shall we, before we get into the... Let's see. We've got Elise Kaplan. Oh, we lead with the AP story. Russia attacks its nuclear plant ablaze. Yeah. Is there leakage? Is it, it like Putin's like, watch, I'll just scare him a little. I'm going to pull on the back of Biden's head. I'll have some fun with this one. Uh, <laughs> there's only two people who work over at uh, Albuquerque Journal for the Friday edition, by the way. They go out and they, they, they yeah, it's uh, Elise Kaplan and Ryan Botel. Like, what is in this paper? I can't even start a fire with this. <laughs> Well, how would I survive? If you're looking, like this is the most expensive kindling you would ever find. $2 right there. $2. The funnies. At least they're consistent. I, I could use, I get more material in my junk mail waiting in my mailbox, Eddie. I really, mm, I mean. There it is. But you know what? I, I love to start my day with uh, the lighter side with Argus Hamilton. Do you think he actually smiles like that? Argus? Old Argus? <laughs> old Argus. And where did he get his name from? You know, they say, oh, I could just see, uh, you know, Stan and Clara. We've been subscribers of the journal for nearly 70 years. I can't start. I can't start the day without my lighter side from Argus Hamilton. This really shows that they have a great sense of. And humor. you know that Jolene Gutierrez Kruger. <laughs> she's a hell of a lady. She's she's so <laughs> in touch with the community. Uh, God bless America. And how's everybody? The New York Post hails Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky as the second coming of Winston Churchill. 
despite his background as a stand-up comic, it's demoralizing to an old comedy store friend of mine. Right now, Jakob Smirnov is thinking who could have been president of Ukraine instead of playing Branson. Vladimir Putin ordered a 40-mile-long column. This is the funnies, by the way. This is how they, the lighter side. <clears throat> Vladimir Putin ordered a 40-mile-long column of tanks and mobile missile launchers to cross the border to Ukraine on Monday. However, halfway to Kiev, the motorized column stalled and just sat on the road for three days. They're waiting to recharge their electric tanks for another two-hour run. <laughs> so cool. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken announced Wednesday that the U.S. and Britain, along with the European Union, will start seizing and freezing Russian property. It's really touching how we're all pitching in. Prince Charles just announced that the crown will give up caviar and solidarity with Ukraine. Ah, ah, ah. Whew. People pay for this? There it is. That, that's the stuff. That's the $2. That's the weight right there. That's where all the good stuff comes from. How can you even be printing something called the lighter side with regard to uh, uh, World War III and on the front page, Russia attack sets ablaze the uh, nuclear plant. It's like, is there an editor for this? Who's the editor of this paper? Who might he be? Or she, it's got to be she. It's a female and it's a minority, right? Person of color, yes. It yes. better be. Better be. Um, because if it's not, there's gonna be hell to be. <laughs> I will not stop protesting until that time. Let's see. Uh, um, no, not finding uh, someone who wants to take credit for this uh, at the very top. Um, we've got VP of advertising, she's there. Uh, let's see, editorial that's page. a tough job. Deval, yeah. I've talked to Deval, she's uh, she's nice. Um, uh, it's a she. Let's see. Uh, nope, wedding engagements and anniversaries. You could report those. Who's doing that these days? Let's see, Dan Herrera. Questions and complaints. You can call nothing. Nothing here. Huh. Nothing. No editor. No We've one wants to no take guy. the blame. <laughs> no one wants. To. You can listen. I'll, I'll do the job for you, Mr. Publisher. But you can't associate my name okay. with it. <laughs> it is. Okay. We've got uh, day old uh, stock stuff here. Oh, here it is. William P. Lang, publisher, uh, for the last 100 and however many years. We've got uh, Pepperday. Old TM Pepperday was the original publisher of the Albuquerque uh, Cricket Journal. Old Pepperday. We have the Pepperday Award that happens. And uh, C. Thomas Lang. Thompson. Oh, you're not Tom. No one ever called. You were not allowed to call C. Thompson Lang Tom. Okay. No, his buddies did not call him Tom. They were, no. you referred to me as Thompson. T.H. Lang. Is there, uh, apparently, uh, T.H. Uh, yeah some time ago now you got bill lang do lang do lang and uh it's karen moses can someone pull up a picture of her she better her, name's be not, her name first name's not karen her name is first name her name the lady who is the editorial but we're going to turn her name into an initial after this broadcast because someone's going to grab it and say go oh, karen <laughs> you want any karens it's the, the the crying uh thing editor-in-chief oh, yeah. there you go yes he's karen there you, go. there you go. So, uh, yeah, Karen Moses is, uh, what does what she, what she look like? What's... She says the paper is evolving with a focus on new coverage. Wow. Mm. Bobby Wolf has been there for 85 years doing aces <laughs> on bridge. Uh, he's been there. Uh, let's see. The Jumble. Boy, I've, I've never even wanted to do it once. Nothing has ever enticed me to jumping into the Jumble, you know, uh, there on the, the crosswords. Um, what, why is there not Sudoku? Oh, yeah. Very yeah. Uh, you got to keep the, 
the uh, the people's brains going. Horoscopes by holiday, uh, by the way. If uh, you're a vision, you're a relatable visionary. If you got the lighter side and the relatable visionary for today's your birthday, people easily connect to your train of thought. Mm. You know what? This is really it's my horoscope was right on today. Yeah, no, it, it nailed it, top to bottom. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there there it is. Um, so we were getting to. The types of people who put this stuff together, the editorial board, the, the people who, they, they, don't, they don't give a crap about what you think. They're not interested in your musings, your thoughts, your, your, your interests. They, they, they have an opinion, and their opinion is, I hate Trump. <laughs> yes. from, one, from sea to shining sea. Orange man bad. Like yes. our World War III, right? Like that, that's where we're at in this, this country. Well, Eddie, I think the big issue, you know, the old dead print media is dying. But I think what was an issue for them for decades is they really drew and, and you can understand what their perspective on Trump is after you understand kind of their background. I mean, most of these people got degrees in English or philosophy, you know, at a at a at a liberal arts school. Uh, they're not people that have a lot of practical sort of hands on experience. N none of these people ever got a certification in welding you know none of these people ever worked on a farm uh very few of these people ever were in the military uh the kind of real world accountable positions and and jobs and professions that uh the, a lot of the rest of us have, have experienced i mean they really live in their own world uh it, it's it's sort of over educated uh and uh, bereft of, of practical experience and, and and the media bubble that they live in the, again these are the people and i'm explaining this to folks who don't know much about modern journalism but they're called the blue check twitter people uh twitter used to verify your identity and if you and if you, if it if they took the time to, to check you out you request a verification and you got your blue check that meant you were a really important person in the media apparently twitter doesn't do blue check verification anymore but back in the day they did and most of these people even in a place like albuquerque which is hardly a coastal elite place as you come up through the system as a writer journalist editor you know your goal is to make it to the atlantic your goal is to make it to msnbc uh your goal is to be part of that world and as the decades passed their their area of expertise and and life experience just narrowed and narrowed and narrowed eddie and and it's it'd be very interesting if if certainly the national media we're based in Kansas City and Boise, Idaho, and you know uh, uh, Socorro, New Mexico, uh, versus the coastal elites. But even the people who start out in the heartland are yearning to go to those big, big positions in Southern California and Manhattan and Boston and all of Chicago, where you know where the real big media are. And they're just not like you and not like me. Uh, and it's kind of sad. In the old days, journalists were—it was more of a trade. Uh, if you were, we talk about this in terms of crime, you know, if you were a police reporter, you'd be, you'd be writing about the city you grew up in. You wouldn't be bouncing around trying to climb the journalistic ladder. Uh, a lot of these boys could, they had blue collar, real world experience. They served in the service. They may have been in combat. Uh, they enjoyed a drink uh, on the job from time to time. Th those days are over. And when we have a real group of, I would say, real out of touch uh you know, wannabe intellectuals trying to climb that ladder in, into into the media big time and impress the future people who are going to be looking at their resume and that and their CV, not going out and breaking and covering interesting stories in their community. So 
I don't watch local TV news. I don't subscribe to a local newspaper. I really try to stay away from it. Uh, the great thing about the digital world, folks, is you got us now. And I've always said, if you don't subscribe to Rocket Talk, find someone else on Substacks. So find someone out there who's plugging away, trying to do real analysis, real research, real investigative journalism, because it's transferred out of the traditional media. And guys like Eddie Aragon and D. Dowd Musk are doing it now. Yeah, I think uh, what uh, colleges like Bryn Mawr, Vassar, Big time. Um, yep. Oberlin. Oh, yeah, that's yep. the boy. That's that, that's so far left. Yeah, uh, I, I noticed that the advertising there are their cost after aid, by the way. Mount Holyoke. Oh, yeah, right in your backyard there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Western uh, Sarah Lawrence. Oh, oh big time. Big that's time. the amongst the worst. Uh, Vassar, let's not forget that. Is it still all women? Uh, I think they opened it up a while ago. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, Barnard. Oh, yeah. That's that's the big one you get to go to. A lot of bees, like Bowden, Bates, Berkeley. <laughs> a, yeah. lot, a lot of bees. <laughs> yeah, a lot of betas. Uh, the bees for betas. Holgate University, Davidson, uh, Wellesley, Middlebury, uh, the great writers. Swarthmore. Oh yeah, uh, Mama Cass, right? Or some right. one of them went to. When Cass was a, a sophomore, planned to go to Swarthmore. That's right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Harvey Mudd, Thurmont McKenna, uh, and then of course uh, you got. St. John. I did want to study the great books at St. John's. I thought that was interesting, but thank God, you know, my father would have probably just killed me. He's like, what are you doing up there? Yeah. <laughs> let me, let well, me. Uh, Eddie, I mean, you, you get, yeah. you get indoctrinated at these universities and you really don't get much of an exposure to what the average life of the average American really is. I, I hate to say it to these journalists, but uh, it's not turning on MSNBC every night and finding out what Rachel Maddow thinks. It's not reading your New Yorker and your Atlantic. Uh, those really don't represent the 335 million people in this country. You, how about you take a road trip, stay off the interstates and actually go see the country and see the kind of day-to-day -day lives people live. And you might learn something about the country you think you're writing about. So uh, Nick Wilbur just put out something. He sent it to me. It was the Albury Journal beats war drum with spread of foreign propaganda. Oh, wow. uh, found directly at the conservativenewmexican.com. And he says, you can't even start a fire with the journal LMAO. I brought a roll of construction paper. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's comparing the roll of construction paper that he used in comparison to the Albuquerque Journal. Because that's true. Uh, he spent $9 for the entire winter versus what it would have cost him for an entire winter, which would be about 300 bucks. So uh, there it is. I haven't read that uh, particular article, but uh, you know he's on to the same thing that uh, that we certainly are. It's just, it, it, I think on a local level, if we can comment on that, I think it's fair to say. And I think the insight that you just heard from Dowd is exactly spot on uh, on all of this, is that you need to understand who is writing, who's putting out this stuff, you know, how they assemble, package, push, and then sell you on this. And uh, you're, you're being sold, folks. It's just uh, the long and short. And the strangest thing to me is like, how could you be sold on the Ukrainian war and you were the, you know, peace-loving, uh, pot-smoking hippies of the late 60s and uh, you're the same people who are now wanting to mask and, you know, go yeah. to the government uh, for whatever kind of... Like, when did you become this, this large-scale idiot that you defined most of your life against? Never no, trust anyone over 30, uh, fight the power. This was what the left was all about. Yeah. And then finally, when they got the power, it was do what you're told. Well, but they got comfortable. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's talk about the new yuppiedom, if, if we can. The, uh, <clears throat> the conspicuous consumption, the trappings, um, which uh, I think are far different than what we, uh, th that were displayed uh, in Wall Street or, I don't know, take your, 
you know, less than zero or whatever that happened to be you, your age of uh, 1980s uh, movie uh, happened to be. If you look at this and you look at the new trappings for them, the new trappings are the conspicuous consumption is the virtue signaling. It's the small label. It's yep. the Patagonia. It's yes. the um, I drive Prius. a Prius or they drive the whatever the electrical vehicle du jour is um, for that week, month, year. And if you have it, how did you attain it? Um, children are products. They are never children, by the way. They are never children. They are always products. So where did they go to school? Where did they go to school? And where are, where are they going to school now? And who did they work for? And tell me about, that's never about their children, by the way. These are the new yuppie hippiedom uh, is not interested in grandchildren. <laughs> they have zero interest in grandchildren whatsoever. Okay. They only want to know that their children are happy, uh, that they're registered Democrats. And I think that um, they have, they bear all the uh, trappings of um, a modern day consumer of sort of a, a global, you know, feel, you know, Where and, and that they're comfortable in their Europe? sexuality. That's another big one. Oh, yeah. If you got one that's special, yeah, we're trying to understand him, but he, you know, he can bring us. You get extra points if one of your, mm. one of your children. I know these people. They're everywhere, folks. Yep. They're everywhere. Um, so anyway, I think people need to understand that virtue signaling, what it is and why it's all coming out. Okay. And, you know, it's the little ways in which they quote their last names, their first names, uh, you know, how they wear the, the smart watch that you barely notice, but that only they notice as part of their club that uh, you are or not with and the same goes i would say the same goes for uh certain other communities as well i mean you can the certain evangelical communities there's a lot of virtue signaling with that uh, yeah. a lot of, you know my soldier is bigger than your soldier and look what he's done versus what he's done now i, I have my opinions certainly of course on on all that but there's a lot of that on the on the other side as well and uh, i think people have co-opted their identity because they have lacked one and they found it in what they can consume and ultimately you know consumes them uh, mm -hmm. i think it's interesting mm -hmm. I think it was different, Eddie. In the past, we were so spread out as a country when people were involved in mining and agriculture. You, it was easier to be yourself because you weren't under the, the glare of the neighbors all the time. But uh, keeping up with the Joneses, it ain't what it used to be. It's it's taken on new forms, but it's just as uh, – should I tell the story? Let's just say this. Yeah. I was in a car you one should. time with some uh -huh. very affluent people uh, with multiple degrees who think very well of themselves, and they were driving down the road. Uh, looking at all the other properties and commenting on having examined all these homes in the neighborhood uh, under Zillow and seeing what all the homes sold for right. and whether they had tile floors and, you know, what kind of environmentally responsible heat pumps they had. And uh, I'm sorry, these are the, this is supposed to be the left. We're supposed you're supposed to be your own, your own person. Let your freak flag fly. These are some of the most conformist people I've ever run across. Uh, you no doubt did that in another state because uh, Zillow, we are a non-disclosure state. And oh. uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting thing on real estate, um, which is one of the reasons why it's a little bit better to buy real estate in New Mexico. Oh, oh you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, how's it going? Very well, thank you. That had a very valid point. When it comes down to finding out what's going on in the world, is going off the beaten path. Taking that road that goes on the backside of places that people don't normally see. 
And you will actually see the real America that never gets exposed by the, the regular media. It's actually usually a, uh, a very fun thing to do when traveling on the road is to take that spur that goes off and go through the backcountry, as they say, and to stop and actually say hello to these people. And as Dowd mentioned, they are very well informed. Your feedback? Uh, Dowd, go ahead. Uh, Dave, I think you're brilliant, and calling out uh, my brilliance makes you even more brilliant. Um, no, you know, I, I love it's, there's a great Chuck Berry line. I, I haven't used it in the, uh, the daily email yet, but, uh, everything you ever want, we got it right here in the USA. You don't have to go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, everything you ever want. We got it right here. Uh, and I, I've got a couple of the 48 I haven't been to yet, but, uh, boy, I have not been road tripping since this ridiculous Rona nonsense. And I really look forward to getting back to road tripping and seeing off the beaten path stuff. Uh, I love the local museums, not the big state stuff, but the, the county museum. Uh, I was in Texas a couple of years ago. The Luling Oil Museum was was fantastic. Uh, we kicked around uh, Galveston and, and uh, went out to Galveston Island and saw the, the attractions there. You know, not, not the super high profile stuff, Rodeo Drive in Los Angeles and Times Square in, in New York. Uh, I love to uh, I love to see it on the ground. Not uh, Yes, I'm terrified of flying. That's true. But also the reason I stay on the ground, because you can really get your hands on around things and try to not go to the chain restaurants, go to some of the local places. Sometimes that can be a mixed bag. Sometimes you run into a horrible service and horrible food. Oftentimes you don't. Uh, and, and it's great. And I don't really feel that the people in our elite class do that very much. And they might meet people who work in agriculture. They might people who meet people who do uh, welding for pipelines. You don't meet those kind of people in Manhattan or uh, Brentwood, not, not, not very much at least. And so uh, I think they would all be better off and maybe be a little less condescending toward those of us who don't travel in their circles. So uh, get out there on the road, ladies and gentlemen, you'll, you'll learn a lot and maybe you'll see me one day. <laughs> You'll never see me on the road. I'll uh, tell you why. Gas prices are too damn high. Yeah, uh, that's for, that's for one. Uh, I'm not going to go spend a bunch of money on on gas so I can drive around. Although I did drive around and make the loop. Uh, I do have uh, something called Google Maps and Google, and I have this atlas which I've marked a different a bunch of places, and I got it. I got it at Joss Bank, and you know there's cities, and you can kind of look. Well, I've been there, cool. and. I, I'll never see every state. I'll never see drive every road, be about every, just, it just won't happen. I'm not going to be the guy with the trailer that uh, puts all the states on the side of his thing. Ah, We've been doing this for 24 years. And that glamping has turned into like this real field of, of idiocy where, oh, yeah. you know, um, these people are spending upwards of, I don't know, 10, $12,000 a piece for like eight weeks for them to drive the great American Southwest, Northeast, Southeast, like they're just, they think they're, oh, and, and it's like a group, a herd of people. And I recently ran into a herd of these people and uh, boy, they all were wearing about the same exact travel shoes, travel shirts. They were all like sort of mimicking each other. And I imagine the conversation was less about the environs in which they were in and more about the trappings of what they were consuming, what they're buying. Well, how 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 good a get? How many miles per gallon did you get in your RV? <laughs> like, you know, everyone is so self-focused. I would never do it. Like, for example, 
it's it's kind of amazing. I will go out of my way, and I think Dowd is aware of this, um, to avoid conversations about any sort of conspicuous consumption. And it, the, the reason being is I don't believe that you are anything having to do with what you buy, what you have, who, you know, where you've traveled, or I don't think that that's what makes you interesting. I think what ultimately makes people interesting is their stories, their purpose. Um, if you have a purpose in life and you are passionate and driven, I, you will be the most interesting person to me. Because 99% of people out there don't have a purpose or a passion. You know, one of the things that makes me, sorry to say it, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I am somewhat interesting to people, I suppose. I'm qualifying this on both sides of it. Is because I am completely and totally unique. If you walk into the office, it'll be like, well, there's only one guy that's exactly that doing this in this place that way. And how does he do it? And I want to, and the reason why I'm hated is because you can't do exactly what I'm doing. I've got herds of people out there who are attempting to do exactly what we're doing here. And you, you can't replicate any of this stuff. So uh, what I mean is whatever you decide to do on your <clears throat> bucket list or whatever you're ultimately trying to accomplish in that, that's for you and yours. There's not a checklist. There's not a thing, list of things to do. You know, if you're trying to, you know, do this one thing 10 times, like my dad recently said, he says he wants to go to Hot Springs, Arkansas. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell's there. But I can <laughs> tell you I'm now interested in Hot Springs, Arkansas because of the fact that my dad's talking about something called Hot Springs, Arkansas. It's whatever where Slick Willie grew up. Whatever happens to be there. I don't care. What does, it, what does it matter to me? But I'm interested because I'm interested in my dad. If my dad would have told me he's interested in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, or, you know, Detroit, Michigan, or Seattle, I'd be interested in that because I'm interested in that particular person. Like, that's what you gravitate towards. And then you know that. And then that's the whole sort of circle of it. Why am I interested in, in, in doubt? Okay. Doubt has a story. Doubt has a direction, inspiration. And this is, you know, sort of what he does. But, you know, what Dave, Dave is an, an interesting guy. I don't know how to respond to Dave anymore. So I think we've kind of, we have the permanent rift now where I can't like he, there's an exchange that occurs. He spits out something and I'm at a loss for words because anything I say will, won't have any meaning for me. And I, I doubt I can add anything. Like we know who Dave is, what he does, what his, uh, um, what do you call it when they have like a little, um, routine that they do. What is that? What do they call it? There's a word for it. Anyway, um, he comes in and he does that. And there's a certain group of people that love that. Right. Just like they like the other day, just like, like murder Mike or like, like, like they like any of these people. And so you get interested in these people and then people see things through that particular prism, like why you will read Dowd's articles or why you won't read them because I don't like the way that he looks at certain things because he looks at things a, in a certain way. And I think that that's what really makes all this unique and this great vast cosmic universe of billions upon billions of years as we look upon all this kind of stuff understand the universe is right there in your hand in your house with the person you're next to if you'll just take the time to care enough about them and understand what they're saying to you and i think that that's just really the big takeaway it isn't this oh well uh so you're doing the socially responsible thing uh, does they have the uh, is that the house with the uh, three and a half lights and the two and a half baths and i'm like nobody cares this isn't a race for anything, folks. For Eddie, I, I, I think, you know, you, just two, two vacation spots that most people would not think about jumped into my head when you were talking about being interested in hot springs because your father is interested in hot springs. I, I do travel with my sister and brother-in-law because they travel all over the world. And they're, I, every six months, they're passing through Albuquerque, and we 
go on to places. Uh, Bluebell Creamery in Central Texas and Coral Castle in South Florida. Those are two places that my brother and sis my sister and brother-in-law would not have been to if I hadn't been on the trip with them because I wanted to go to those places. I knew we were going to be passing through those areas in Florida and in Texas on, on two of our trips. Um, and I think, I don't know how much their lives were enriched by going to Bluebell Creamery in Brenham, Texas. Oh, or, what are you talking or, about? Or, or Coral Castle in South Florida. Um, but they never would have gone on those particular gone to those attractions uh if i hadn't said hey let's stop here while we're while we're on this trip so uh i agree 100 with you and i'd also uh, augment things by saying maybe the reason i hate identity politics more than any other reason mm -hmm. and there's a lot of good reasons to hate identity politics is what makes people interesting you know your gender your genitalia the color of your skin is probably the least interesting thing about you uh, what have you learned in your life? What have you accomplished in your life? What have you had to overcome in your life? Have you gained any particular insight into any kind of subject? That interests me in interacting with people. Uh, I really don't care what you look like or what your body mass index is or how you uh, entertain yeah, your new. pleasures. Right. It, it just it's not interesting. It, it's it's uh, it's shallow. I mean, really, identity politics at the end of the day is incredibly shallow and i'd like to i'm not a friendly person but when i do connect with people i'd like to collect connect on a deeper level and i think there's people who have you know live their lives they have this place that they go and they like to do it and they go there a hundred times and they love doing it and i think that that's great and I, well have you never you've never been there you've never been there well i haven't you ever been there oh, oh, oh but you've never had this don't you know what this is like well instead of sharing it like that or making it all about a competition why should you share where you've been and Talk about it like it's as, you know, comparable to you. It's not the money you spend. It's not any of that kind of stuff. It's how you felt while you were in the midst of that experience. So, Bingo. you know, I think that that's the um, important thing. Remember, nobody cares. It, it, they care about how you make them feel. That's what ultimately this is all about. And I hope that people start thinking more about how we all make each other feel because it's going to get tight quarters here. Uh, things are going to get bad. Gas is going to be expensive. Life is going to suck. And uh, you're going to have to say, well, I voted for Biden or I voted, you know, whatever. Okay. You can uh, claim your responsibility, but at this point, we're all going to be responsible for what's happening to us. And that's the sad, depressive part for me is uh, having the ability to talk to this number of people every single day and not being able to do anything about what's inevitably happening to all of us. Uh, not being able to do anything to stop it. Now, take us away to the top five from the Rock of Talk chat. Yeah, most clicked items from today's Daily Blast. You can subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. Rock of Talk chat, less than 20 cents a day. I think that beats a Starbucks uh, visit, I do believe. Uh, these are the stories that you clicked on the most. Number one, uh, Eddie just mentioned our friend Nick Wilbur over at the Conservative New Mexican. I, pu I push out a lot of his links because I, I think he does some interesting work. Uh, Mark Ronchetti playing politics at the GOP convention. And some interesting insights there. Uh, number two, Santa Fe. I, I rarely... <clears throat> want to even mention the government of Santa Fe, New Mexico, but they did issue a statement on the death, brutal death of, of one of their officers on duty, uh, Officer Duran. That was second most clicked on. Uh, number three, Silver City is not a rich part of the state, but they're going to spend $13 million on a new rec center. Something tells me that's linked to Fed Bucks. What a shock. Oh, uh, maybe a uh, certain uh, <laughs> lieutenant governor. Oh, that too, Howie, yeah. Uh, speaking of Fed Bucks number four, uh, Lonely Girl. She'll always be known as Lonely Girl on this program. Melanie Stansbury, she wants the U.S. Department of Agriculture to uh, bring home more pork to New Mexico for healthy food 
for uh, New Mexico kids. Funny, I thought the parents of New Mexico were responsible for healthy food for their kids, but Melanie thinks otherwise. And a uh, number five, a uh, great website spiked online over in the UK oh. telling the truth about electric cars. There it is, folks. We'll see you on Monday. Well, we'll see you on, yeah, we'll see you on Monday, 4 p.m. right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow, 10 a.m. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in.